With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Good morning, everybody. Happy, happy Super Saturday to all across the Delaware Valley, all across the nation. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, Elsewild known as the Fellas. Coming to you live from the Geico, Fox Sports Radio Studios, 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. And there he is, HOF. He's the man, one of the great people to walk the face of the earth. My dear friend, big bleeping link. Bruh. Cuz, what's happening, man? How you doing? Appreciate it. Man. Oh, it was a tough, it. Um, a tough night last night, man. It's been um, a tough week, man. It, it it really has. It's been uh, a really difficult week, uh, as we remember Kobe last night for the nation to see it all at the Staples Center, the most uh, emotional evening. There it was with LeBron and going off script and ripping. Uh, he had the notes in front of him. And he listened Laker Nation and and he kind of cussed and threw it out and went right from his heart and what was a, a beautiful sentiment by LeBron. And uh, and the Lakers did an amazing tribute uh, to Kobe. It's been a very surreal week, and it's odd because, you know, normally, and we will talk much, obviously, about the uh, Super Bowl and Niners and Chiefs coming up tomorrow, but this week has been a very surreal week uh, after the helicopter tragedy that took Kobe and Gigi and seven other lives and we've been talking a lot about our own mortality and missing some uh, amazing people and uh, a guy that really put an imprint on the world yeah you know what to me and i agree with all those points um it's it was hard because you know i met Kobe a couple times when claimed that i've known him but i've crossed paths a few times and and i was in all uh, in that he was a difference maker 
even even on the court and after. I mean, there were times where we were doing radio shows and talking you know, about him, and I was critical, like, man, he needs to stop being such a you know so selfish out there on the court and pass the ball. But he he did what he did. He was committed to win. He had that hate to lose mentality. But in retrospect and thinking about everything since the tragedy, one thing that stuck out to me is that this world is full of people, but it, it's it's not full of difference makers. And Kobe yeah. Bryant was a difference maker because yeah. he, he he strived for things that he knew that were going to be important to him as well as helping others and created a worldwide outreach, uh, you know, using his persona to get the attention to, and to get the in into the end and to, to do things to promote change and betterment for a ton of groups that didn't always involve him directly. Without a doubt, Link. Yeah, without a doubt, Link. I mean, obviously, you know, hashtag girl dad, yep. which is one of the most beautiful things um, out there. The images of Kobe and Gigi and Kobe and his three other daughters. So Kobe was um, every bit a part of the my own area, which is why I slipped up at the beginning of the show and called the Delaware Valley because Kobe was bred from Philadelphia. Yep. And you know he spent part of his childhood in Italy, as people know. But he's really a he's really a Philadelphian. Hence his, you know, wearing Eagles hat all the time because he was um, he was a Philadelphian up until the point he goes to the NBA. And the stories of young Kobe are just legendary. The work ethic. I'll share some from you uh, with you um, after talking to a lot of the coaches and. A lot of the basketball coterie from Philadelphia and all all that he did. And and dude, I remember being in LA as a journalist, I wrote several big stories with him on him. And um I was funny, I was cleaning out my I was looking at my computer because I was looking for one and I stumbled across and you it's funny you brought up being selfish on the court, right? I brought I pulled up one it was October 31st 1999 and it was I wrote it for the Philadelphia Inquirer. I left New York and I went to Philly which was my hometown. Uh-huh. And um I was in LA. I was there for Wilt Chamberlain's funeral. And I wound up staying for like 6 weeks just kind of mining different stories and one of the stories I was writing was hanging out with Kobe. And so we hung out, and he was injured that year. I don't know if you remember, you were playing, but he was injured that year. And the Lakers had lost, so they fired Kurt Rambis. They had lost Del Harris, and it was Phil Jackson's first year. And Kobe was under fire. He was 21 years old and two months. And he he was already beefing with Shaq. He already had the label of selfish, and there was a lot of talk about trading him. And here he is. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm thinking about it now because I was in my early 20s with him, and we were kind of like whatever, just talking and hanging out. And uh, I remember thinking, why well, he's got the, you know, the pressure of the world on him, and he did. I mean, he had all the LA and the NBA and all this pressure on him, and Shaq was coming down on him. And uh, to extend the interview, we he said, listen, why don't you take a ride with me to the airport? I got to go to LAX, and you could just take a cab back to your hotel. I was like, yeah, cool, man. So, you know, we're stuck in, you know, as we know, LA traffic. Right. So 
we, we you know, I mean, he's, he got a new Mercedes. He's like, that's my new Batmobile, man. You digging it? You know, whatever. So we're hanging out. And then we're just talking about the Eagles and, you know, Philly and everything else. So, but it was it was weird because I remember sitting in his car and, and stuck in traffic and just shooting and remember how mature he was. And uh, and then subsequently when I came back out and, and, and sat down with him because he was pretty true to his roots of in Philadelphia. But he was... You know, every bit L.A., and he was every bit the world, man. Spoke several different languages. He was an ambassador to the game. He was a great dad, and he was a content creator. And he was, um, in, in so many ways, he had become a a really good man. You know, like, he got it. Uh, you know, he, he was a guy that fell in love with his family um, and, and really had settled into some great things. You know, 41 just way too young. True story, very true. Yeah, so it was uh, it was a, a very difficult week. We spent you know a lot of time uh, remembering him, and the stories were mate link. I mean, you are a hard, hard worker, and you didn't get to where you were and how you were as a, as a to me HOF player without putting in incredible hours of work. I know how hard you work. And Kobe was like that. Kobe, I, I was talking to Phil Martell, who's now an assistant coach at Michigan, longtime St. Joseph's coach, uh, which is in the shadows of where Kobe went to school in the Lower Marion. And he used to, he would find Kobe in the gym. And Kobe would be there. And all of a sudden, you know, he'd peek in by himself doing parachute drills. He would be doing all kinds of, incredible workouts in the dark like you know amazing shooting 2000 jump shots and uh he's like what the hell and uh of course you know after every time he would come in and into his office say yeah, coach marcelli thank you for letting me use the gym and it's like five o'clock in the morning and the kids in there doing that yeah and well, you know the, the thing is is that when it comes to anything you know, some people have the ability to be self-driven, self-motivated and, you know, find the way to, to, to get things done to better themselves. Sometimes it takes a coach to push you. You know, in my instance, you know, coming up in the game, I didn't know anything about sports. I wasn't raised in sports. So when it came time to, to take that next step, it was coaching that made a difference in me, the motivation in me. And then when I realized there was an opportunity to be better than I could have ever imagined, that's when the self-discipline took off. But there were still times that still needed to be corralled and pulled back in and, hey, let's get focused on the job at hand. And even after the game, after I hung up my cleats, going into this world of broadcasting, I had no idea what I was doing. Sure. Absolutely no idea what I was doing. And, and, and watching people and listening to people and trying to, what I call developing your own voice in the game took years to define. And even after that, you're always under constant criticism and pressure. You're not going to be everyone's favorite all the time. But and, and I'm not striving to do that, but I'm striving to stay true to people who know me, to people who've been around me, that when they hear me talk about something, I'm going to give you the honest opinion, honest opinion, whether it's good or bad, whether you like it or not. That's just how I am. And I'm not, and I'm not doing it to alienate myself or, or do anything else. I'm just trying to stay true to who I am. So it's a constant development. I mean, we've been doing our show together for years. You know, we're as thick as thieves. If you, if you, you think about it, I mean, we're brothers from another mother and stuff like that. <laughs> but you, you got know, that we, right. We have to make the impact even greater, so because we only have 
one day a week to do it. Yeah. So with all of the headlines that happened during the week, and we, we've never been a hot take show, we still have to give the, the, our listeners and our fans our true and honest opinions to remain true to our voice. And that is a constant, that's a constant try. I mean, it's, it's, it's not something you just wake up and say, okay, we're going to talk about this today. Oh, let's talk about that today. No, this, everything we do and everything we put out there comes from the heart. And, and we mean what we say and we stand by what we mean. So, you know, somebody to be able to work. And as I said, with all this world filled with people, you have very few difference makers. It, it's sad to see someone who is, who is making a difference gone so soon. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. And, and you know, I, I just, my heart goes out to his wife and those three other daughters that have to yeah. go on without their sister and daughter and, you know, father and husband. I mean, it's yeah. awful. And, the rest of those, uh, the rest of the people on the uh, on the helicopter, but um, it, it was it was just a it was just a tough week, tough tough week. For some levity, Allen Iverson kind of depicts who Kobe was. AI, did you hear what AI said? It's I did a great not. Story. I did not. Mm-hmm. I'll make you laugh. So AI, uh, Allen Iverson uh, is in LA. He and Kobe have dinner. They're they're playing the games the next night. Sixers, Lakers, and uh, they have dinner. And then uh, Kobe's dropping Allen off at the hotel. And he says, what are you going to do? What are you doing tonight? And he goes, I'm going to the club. And then uh, Allen goes, what are you doing? And Kobe goes, I'm, I'm going back to the gym. Go catch a workout. And he goes, why you do that? <laughs> <laughs> So that was uh, that was kind of epitomized who AI was or it yep. is and who yeah. Kobe was. True story. AI's going to the club. Kobe's going back to work out. All right, well, we got lots to get to today. It's a Super Bowl Saturday, so plenty of Chiefs and Niners. And uh, in the midst of uh, you'll hear what happened at the Staples Center last night. You'll hear parts of LeBron. So we have uh, great sound that we want to play you. We also will go through all the prop bets for the entire Super Bowl. Looking forward to it. And uh, Lincoln, we will go through like all hundreds of them. I don't care as hundreds? long as it takes. Yes. All of them? And we will keep track of it. Oh, no. Yes. Ryan doesn't have enough paper. Yes. That's all right. I have plenty of paper. <laughs> I, really I have plenty, plenty of notebooks. That's right, Bruce. Go back to sleep. <laughs> I'm going to have to break down one of the printers in here and pull out all the papers. That <laughs> it's, got all. it's all right. I got it covered. Oh, I got okay. you covered. Okay, good. Thank don't you. Don't worry about it, baby. We are the fellas. We're just getting started on a super Saturday right here on Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. The fellas, this segment is brought to you by Discover. Hey, you want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you've end, you'll earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Look, millions of people are getting a cash back match, so what are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. Cuz is right over there, also known as Anthony Gargano. I'm Big Link, also known as Lincoln Kennedy. And, uh, and we're bringing, getting you ready for a, a big Sunday. And Cuz, you know, with all the buildup, I just came from Vegas uh, for a few days earlier this week, uh, with all the buildup and all the talk, and it's it's driven me even more to this morning and thinking about it is that with all all the people who are just so gung ho that Kansas City's going to run away with this thing, I said no 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 the ebb and flow of sports we've seen it happen. I don't tell me that defense wins and defense doesn't get enough credit and so I'm just saying was almost seventy percent are going for Kansas City and over and everything. I'm definitely afraid. Definitely afraid. I, I the line's not moving. <laughs> In fact, it's going the other way. It's like exactly. it's scaring me. <laughs> so from what I see, right, you know, it started off one and a half, and it stayed right. one and a half. I'm like, well, I, mean, I like the Chiefs, but I think mm-hmm. other people like the Chiefs too. And I'm afraid that they're public, right? That a lot of people like them. That's it. And uh, <laughs> thank you, Raheem, my man, Raheem. Um. Uh, and then everybody likes the over, but the over is ticking down yeah. from 54 to 53 and a half. Mm-hmm. 
And all I keep thinking about is, am I on the trap side? Is this whole thing a trap? Now, I will tell you that I am rooting personally like hell for the Kansas City. Of course. All right. Just half alone. Yeah, certainly. You know, and then, you know, hell, you know, my kids call Steve Spagnuolo Uncle Spags, right? Because right, right, when he was out of work for the last couple of years, you know, he he, he had not he has no friends because coaches have no friends. <laughs> True story. <laughs> they right? barely have a life. <laughs> right. So coaches like have no friends, and the you know the, their buddies are their coaching friends. And so when he was out of work the last two years, he had nobody to hang out with, but so he had to slum it with me. <laughs> so. We, we, he has a house down the shore that's the beach area, uh-huh. and uh, we would frequent, and the kids would go, and you know we'd hang out on the beach and the whole thing. And last Super Bowl, in fact, we went over to his house to watch it, and he couldn't even watch it. And mm-hmm. so, it, like, that's the kind of relationship. So uh, obviously, I'm, and I know, and I'm, I love Andy, and I've known Andy for ever since he got into the NFL, and so. You know, I'm rooting like hell for him, but I'm I'm seeing your fears and I'm paying attention <laughs> to your to your fears. But when I X and O the game, like let's X and O it for a second, right? Okay. When I X and O the game, I still feel confident because while the Niners are good, that's not a great defense. That's not an historic all time defense. I don't even know if it's as good as the Tampa defense. That beat you guys in the Super Bowl because that was well, a pretty hell of a defense. Well, here, here's the thing. Here, it also let let's 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 hold preface this thing when when comparisons to the Tampa defense. I think they're better than the Tampa defense. Did I think it? the Tampa defense had the drop because they knew what we were doing. So that's an uh, that's well, a, no, that's I was uh, yeah, again, no, no, I no, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying, saying off I'm, that one game. Yeah, I, I no, was no, talking I'm, about in general that, yeah, that season, they beat, I, it, they beat mm-hmm. us too. They beat the Eagles. Right. But I, I think that I think that when you have the ability, and this is this is something I go back to, and give credit for Coach Spags, that that sort of what what uh, Justin Tuck told us that was is um called NASCAR defense. It's when you put four defensive ends down to yeah. generate a rush. That did a lot to sort of push the formula for defensive success along in the National Football League because a lot of teams, including your Super Bowl champion um, Philadelphia Eagles. Did the same thing when they they would suit like eight, seven, eight defensive linemen just so they have a steady rotation, you know, and they keep guys fresh for the fourth quarter. And those were difference makers. So the ability to rush four and generate a pressure with four is is an advantage to any team because the development, in my opinion, the development of offensive linemen has has fallen off tremendously. Offensive line overall play around the National Football League is poor. And so you have to go back to the bread and butter. So when you're able to push people around and run the ball, you make a difference in the second half. When you're able to generate pressure with the with a front four without having a blitz to where you can do different things on the back end, you've, you've got an advantage. And that's what I look at with the, with the 49ers. They've got an advantage. Sure, the, the Chiefs can generate the pressure, and they, and they have generated the pressure with their front four before. But it's not as pronounced as those in the 49er uniform, in my opinion. All right, so let's let's examine that for a second, though. Let's examine the Niner defense. They're a cover three defense. They play cover yes. three. Yes. The Chiefs will annihilate cover three. 
Uh, cause you got to you got to get statistically. Mahomes has struggled more with zone going against zone defenses than he has man to man. No. <laughs> okay. Cover three. They just dist- the, the loan they're built to kill cover three. They Ooh. have they, they the Chiefs. It took them a while to adjust last week when they were against the zone coverages that that the not last week the week before the Titans were playing. It took them a while to get figured out. They would show man, and then they would have call man beaters, and then back up and play zone. Yeah, but they were disguising. If you could just come yeah. and go play cover three, well, they're not going to. That, that's that's the thing. I mean, if anything, the 49ers would be wise to use these two weeks to take. Well, that's my pieces. point. I, I was about to say that when you jumped alone. I was about to say. <laughs> I was about to say, you know, they got to change at, and get out of there because he doesn't disguise. If you watch. No. That Niner defense, they don't disguise what they do. They they do what they do. They do what they do, right? Exactly. But he's but he can't do cover three. Well, he can't he, just line up and show it. No, I agree with that. You're gonna have to do. You're gonna have to get out of that defense. I think. Anyway, I I, I mean I I mean I look at take a look at the weapons again. Who how are they stopping Kelsey? And Tyreek Hill. No doubt. I mean, and that's just, you got Sammy Watkins, you got Hardman, you got all, you got a bunch of people. Um, I, look, so there's Richard no Sherman doubt. Stops, well, stops Watkins, right? I'm, I'm, I'm down yeah. with that. Well, I mean, but Watkins isn't going to be on the field that much because if anything, you don't want to, you don't want to have, you don't want to have Watkins on the field because you know Sherman's going to follow him. Size and speed are equivalent. So, you know, Sherman's going to stick with him. He'll be that, he'll be that spot corner. On Watkins, so what you do is you for, you put the pressure on. Now you know Sherman's going to be out there, but who's he going to cover if Watkins isn't out there? Me, Cole Hardman, baby, go try to stick with that little that well, little again, speed demon. That's that's it. That's how you put the pressure on on the opposing defense. You take their best player and you try to negate as as well as you can. And look, I agree with you. Chiefs have got the weapons, and I think that's why so many people are high on them. But it's been my experience when we've seen these high-powered offenses. And, heck, I was one of them when I played. When we went to Super Bowl, we were number one ranked yeah, offense no, with the right, MVP, yeah. NFL yeah. MVP. So, I mean, Fraud. I know I know when when you those high-powered offenses. <clears throat> what? A fraud. A fraud? Um, you know, MVP. Really? <laughs> that year he had great great numbers. Thanks. He was Oh, goodness gracious. Stop. Anyways. I'm just saying back to my line. back to my point. Well, that's really great <laughs> offensive line. <laughs> but back to my point is that the fact that that these high power offenses have been negated defense in these big games, and and even more so, and it's just a, it's more of a feeling right now, with as much attention, as much public attention you talked about in the last segment that people were putting on the Chiefs. That's exactly when it goes the other way. <laughs> that's exactly when it happens. Right I know, and it scares me to no end. It scares me. Yeah. And so when people were talking to me, when I was talking to everybody like in Vegas, and people were asking me the over and so under. So everybody said, was all KC, KC, Everyone was KC. They said the over and under. Oh, you're taking the over. I said, depends on who you're going for. Because I can honestly see this being a 30-24 49er game with Kansas City in possession, need a touchdown to win, and it becomes a big defensive play from San Francisco. And that that that's the under right there. Oh, yeah, well. Yeah, but if you think the Chiefs are going to win, obviously you take the over because it's going to it's going to be a shootout. San Francisco doesn't have the ability to keep up the shootout, 
in my opinion. Well, let's, I mean, listen, you know, my, here's my greatest fear is that they take the opening kickoff and they bleed out the first quarter and, you know, some 11 minute drive. Yeah. And all of a sudden, then the Chiefs to limit possessions because you know what's going to try to happen. Kansas City is going to limit – the Niners are going to try to limit Kansas City possessions. Right. So, so okay, so within that, let's okay, let's, let's just figure this out for to the start of the game. If you're Andy Reid, do you take the ball if you win the toss? Ah, uh, defer. I know what you're saying. I know see, what you're you saying. See, you see the strategy yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, if yeah. you're able to strike first, you put the pressure on yeah. San Francisco. And 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 of course, Andy see, the Reed, only problem is is that if I if I take it first and I don't score, now I got to suffer through that. Like I love having the ball in the third quarter. Well, I, I get it. Of course, in, in in the second quarter, you play that game. If you get a last possession, maybe get a score and get the ball right. back. You the can double, turn double. Into, yeah, but but I'm just thinking that it, based on what you said, my philosophy. No, as your coach point is, is right. I might I might take the ball. Give me the ball. Yeah. Let me let me show what I can do. Script the first twenty plays and try to put a seven on the board. And, and Andy's and, really good at his script. Absolutely. Most and, and that's the great thing about when I've talked with scripting coaches because Gruden's the same way. The Raiders had success in the first drive this this season because they scripted and they they were were about staying on script. No matter what, you didn't have a lot of check with me, you didn't have a lot of change. It wasn't all. We'll call this play and run it. We'll take it from there. And they would script first 15, 20 plays. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Lincoln, I'm nervous. You got me nervous. I'm just saying because this is what I'm here for. This is what we do for each other. As many years we talk to each other, we, we cut it like we see it, man. <laughs> I know. All right, let's uh, continue in just a moment. But first, oh, my God. I don't know, man. I don't know. Let's find out <laughs> what Brian has for trending. Hello, Brian. Good morning. What is going on, guys? How are you doing? All right, Brian. Good. So the Lakers played a game for the first time since Kobe Bryant's death. The team had an extensive tribute for Kobe on Friday before tip-off against the Blazers. LeBron James afterwards spoke on how he's getting through the grief. Um, when you got that support system, it helps out a lot. It helps out tremendously. And, um, you know, so, you know, that's the, that's the biggest thing that I have in my life is I have my family and, and my friends and my support system that, that I know I'm not, you know, doing it on my own. The Blazers won the game 127-119. L.A. had 11 more turnovers, and Portland's Damian Lillard, 48 points, 10 assists, and 9 rebounds. Kyrie Irving playing on a Kobe Bryant level, scoring 54 as the Nets guillotine the Bulls, 133-118. The Thunder emasculate the Suns, 111-107. Phoenix, you frighten me, Brian. 22 turnovers. <laughs> the Bucks. Puke away a nine-game winning streak, losing at home to Your the Nuggets. Your verbs, man. You got some scary <laughs> verbs. Hey, hey. A 127-115. Will Barton, 24 points, eight assists. And finally, American Sophia Kennan winning the Australian Open singles final in three sets over Garbine Mugarutha. Mugarutha double-faulted eight times. Lincoln and Anthony, I was thinking about this. I think the 49ers are going to win because Nick Bosa is from the Miami area and he's already told his teammates about the Miami flu and how to avoid it. That's smart. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's, that's good it. thought. Yeah. That's I, good I never thought, could. Brian. I never could. I always caught the Miami flu. <laughs> as soon as I landed. South Beach, here I come. <laughs> yeah, there's that place right near the stadium. 
Oh, there's quite a few. About, yeah. <laughs> Scary. Thank yeah. you, Bri. We appreciate Thanks, it, Bri. brother. The fellas coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. That's right. Super Bowl upon us for tomorrow. Cannot wait. It's uh, I'm sad because it's the last game and season's over. But I'm really looking forward. I think it's going to be a great game. I, you know, you, you've talked about the total and you're about the under. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, I guess it could be. I guess they could bleed it out and they could easily go under. But, man, it, I still, can they stop Mahomes? Like, I love him. I like He might be my favorite quarterback that's come along in a long time. You know what? I I'll, I can agree with that, and I can, I can support that point. I have been... F- Fascinating. I have, I've had the pleasure of watching him at least two times a season, other than watching him film when he plays the Raiders. And what he's been able to do as such a young quarterback, I, I said this last year watching him, he really, he really is fearless. Now, how that comes into play for quarterback is that there's nothing imaginable that you think you can't do with the football, whether it's run it when you don't think he's going to run it, uh, getting yards, making people miss, toughing it out, not running out of bounds, or just rolling and, and throwing on the run. And for me, because I've seen it, I've always thought it was the most difficult thing to do is when you talk about you know right-handed quarterbacks running to their right, trying to throw back at the left, oh, it's a sin because you're not supposed to throw across your body. I've seen him make it. He, he, I've seen him make that look trivial, like child's play. I've seen him throw darts, fifty-yard darts. Like, like it's nothing. Like no one else was there, and and he's thrown it between coverages, and he's thrown it to men that they weren't even open and had to fall back to become open. So I'm I'm very impressed with his ability. I I, I mean, can I just go through some of his his season game by game? Do you mind? No, I, I, sure. I'm just going to turn off my mic and let you do. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. You don't turn <laughs> off the mic. I want you to. I want you to react to it. I'm here. I'm here. Well, I've but seen I, a lot I, of them. <laughs> I, I know you have. Um, week one at Jacksonville, pretty good defense, you'd say. Jalen Ramsey was there. Twenty-five of thirty-three, three seventy-eight, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Oakland, as you saw at front row seat, thirty for forty-four. 443 yards and four touchdowns. And he did most of that in the third quarter. Most of that came in the third quarter. They, Ball. The Raiders had done a great job in the first half as sort of containing him and keeping him out. They didn't score a lot of points. In the third quarter, I think they put up 28 points. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. He converted a fourth down and 24 touchdown. Yeah. I was sitting right there watching. I'm like, are yeah. you kidding me? I turned over to Brent Musburger and my mouth was open. I said, I know we're on radio, but I have nothing to say. Who does that? Yeah. Sick, right? <laughs> Fourth and 20, cuz. Yeah. Touchdown. Crazy. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. <laughs> uh, then there's Baltimore in week three, 27 to 37. For 374 yards and three touchdowns, and he ran for another oh, well, nine. But uh, that's a good defense, is it not? Yes, it and is. He sh- and he shredded them. At Detroit, 24 for 42, 
315 yards, and he rushed for another 54. Huh. Week five, Indianapolis, three, 321 yards and a touchdown. That was actually, they lost the game and only scored 13 points against Indy. That was their worst performance. Right. He was 22 of 39. He was sacked. Did he get sacked? Yeah, he got sacked four times in that game. See, see, I, I honestly believe this, that when I take a look back, and I've gone over to the, the last month of film, their games, including the playoffs, and I've watched the several schemes how defensive coordinators have tried to scheme. And I thought Tennessee had actually a pretty good formula in place. Where they went wrong is that if you're going to spy him, you got to make sure you have somebody who can catch him. Because he's he's quicker than most people will get credit for. He's got some speed at quarterback. Now, he's not a running quarterback, but he, he, he is athletic enough to where he can do some stuff with his legs. And I think that's where Tennessee really did themselves a disservice because the linebacker that they had spying him couldn't keep him, couldn't catch him. And, and if you're going to do that, whether it's a dime back or you know a big safety, if you have one or whatever, you got to make sure because all they're going to do from that point is if you put a safety in the box or you have a, a true dime uh, package, they're going to run the football or try to run the football edge because they have the advantage, which I which I understand why you don't and especially why you want to show other other coverages. But if you're going to spy him, and I didn't mind Tennessee doing that, one you got to have somebody who can catch him. Yeah, I I you know I mean. You're right, but who's 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 good enough to catch him? Well, I'm sure the guy's out there. I mean, I don't know from the 49ers roster if they would even no, do but that because I guess they my believe point is, Yeah, I get it. You want to spy him, you know. If but you're going the, to spy him. But, he, but here's the problem with spying him is that you, can, you weaken your defense that's got against an offense that's got a lot of weapons. Like you need guys in coverage. Right. And that's why I'm saying if you're going to do a multi-layer zone or a double zone type of coverage or a cloud type of coverage, which I, I, I get, you got to make sure you generate pressure. And more importantly, you got to make sure you keep him contained. I, I, I guess I guess my point to you is that you want to play that. You know who's a cloud buster? You know who's a zone buster? Tyreek Hill. You know who runs through his zone? Tyreek Hill. True story. Like I said, there's there are a number of weapons, and I, I give the credit. There's weapons, and that's one of the reasons why Patrick Mahomes is as successful as he is. Yeah, I, I mean, know, most that, quarterbacks yeah. in the league don't have the luxury of having all those weapons. No, I, without a doubt, without a doubt. But I, but it's, I, you know, I guess that's what I'm talking about when you're when you're deciding whether or not you're going to spy him. And I and I think Andy's got to put Miko Hardman on the field. I I mean, I got to believe. He's got to put me. You got to go speed, speed, Kelsey. Yeah, yeah, and 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 if I'm the 49ers, no, I don't spy and I don't rush three because I've got four that can get up the field. Because I've got I've got defensive linemen that can stress this offensive line, which I think Agreed. is average for the Chiefs. So Agreed. I'm not rushing three. I'm rushing four, and I'm telling my defensive ends be mindful to keep containment outside. To force everything yeah. else back inside, and if you're running games with your 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 nose tackling your tie uh, your tackle defensive tackle, yeah. you're doing now that to occupy the three because I want to put man on man Bosa and and and, uh, and uh, Clark on the outside. I want to put those guys isolated on these tackles because I think we have an, we can get something done against them. Yeah, 
All right, let's examine the Niners and who the Niners are coming up. Because there's a part of me that goes, yeah, you know, you beat Green Bay, and Green Bay was not exactly NFC Championship worthy. All right. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, you're not rooting for the Niners, are you? To be determined. <laughs> oh, you kids, a violation. Oh, well, what am I supposed to do? You got cheer for somebody? Now, a Raider can't root for a Niner. And a Raider sure can't root for a Chief. Yeah, what, what, to, what is what is the greater evil? <laughs> we'll talk Not about it on the other side. We're the fellas right here on Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Fellas, you want to hear something amazing? Discover matches. All the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much you earn at the end of your first year. Automatically with no limit how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back match. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash 
cashback match. All right, Link. First uh-huh. of all, what are your plans for tomorrow? You know what? I, I had a busy week, man. I was uh, in Vegas uh, helping launch the uh, Media Blitz for the uh, the Legacy Brick program. And and just to share what that is, is that the, 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 the Raiders are offering sports fans uh, an opportunity to buy a personalized message brick outside of Allegiant Stadium. Oh, the new stadium, man. Yeah, the new stadium, like somebody that's been done before. So it was part of that. In Vegas, and and was playing a little poker and stuff like that, just trying to get the game ready for, uh, <laughs> for the World Series of Poker this, later on the summer. But um, uh, I'm I'm really I'm really going to chill. I got to go to Seattle when is that? This week. When is that? Uh, when is that? July first. It starts July first. Wow! At the Rio. I got to go. Can you, are you allowed to have? It? Maybe I go then, and I can cheer you on. <laughs> I can just hear you in the background. I can hear you in the background. (laughs) Oh, what are you doing? Don't play. Don't. No, no, you can't play that. No, it's kidding. (laughs) Yeah, I'd be like, bleep that bleeper. (laughs) Oh man, bleep him, Link. Bleep him, Link. That's right. (laughs) Let's meet him outside. (laughs) No, so I'm. I'm really just chilling, man. That's all I've got. uh, That's what all I got lined up. That's great. So you're going to be home for the uh, for the. I'll be home. You know, I was thinking about it because we were having some conversations in, in Vegas. About your idea, and this is something that we've talked about at the you know, extension. You know, uh, this time is like the the perfect Super Bowl party, and then when people realize that I I don't watch it with the announcers on, and they were like, "Huh, what?" Yeah, yeah, just so I don't necessarily want to go to a Super Bowl party where somebody's talking over every play. Well, why'd they run it over there? I, you know what? I just don't know, Lincoln. What do you think? I don't care. <laughs> well, see, the problem is that you have you have twofold. We, similar, we have similar issues, but your yours is by far worse. So you have if you're if you're watching a game with a group of people, you have the people who want to impress you with their knowledge, people who want to uh, like ask you a bunch of questions because of your knowledge. People who want to challenge you because of your knowledge and you played. And then there's just the people who get on your nerves. And like say, I don't know, Chris or <laughs> Salmon or whatever. I don't know, I don't know what he does. There's always, there's always a Chris who wants to talk to you about the food or, or, or the, the layout at the party. Yeah. So, Lincoln, I hear you can cook. What would you have done different here? <laughs> Are you are you gonna are you gonna make yourself a little special? Uh, are you gonna make yourself a little special? You know, kind of deal or no? Yeah, well, you know me. I got to have my, my my football food, which I I claim. Yeah, I mean, is finger food, so things like wings. So, what do you make? You're actually making wings. You make yeah, wings. Yeah, I can make wings. I make several different sauces for wings. Depends really? Mood I'm in. Yeah. Are you going because to do it's that just tomorrow? me? I'm not going to not going to do a whole nah. lot. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's just me. I mean, it really, is going to be a, a real chill day. Super Bowl Sunday. Because I won't, I don't in? think I'll turn on TV for until. Cause why don't you come out? Why don't you come in? We're going up to the Poconos. We're going to the mountains. I just got back, and you want me to get on another plane to go somewhere else? All right, you're all going. Right. To... <laughs> so we're. So I, don't know. I guess that would be a pain in the ass. You could have so invite Chris. <laughs> yeah, I got news for you. Chris, the way I, the way I feel about him right now. <laughs> Go find Chris in several different parts of the Poconos. You miss out on my orange chicken recipe. 
Listen to Ryan laugh. Ryan turned on his mic just so Ryan's you Ryan's been laughing for a good 20 minutes. You oh, missed what's it. happened here during the break. Oh. <laughs> no, I like well, Ryan. He, Ryan knows how I like oh, him. Thank you. Thank you. I like uh, him. A, a, a lot. Oh. Oh. I, the the, the uh, same cannot be said for the sound engineer or the whatever he does here. Shots fired. <laughs> no, he, he already fired first. These are just comeback shots. We will uh, we'll come back, and we got lots to do. Lincoln, I got a, a bunch of props. All right? Are you ready? Your name on it. Fellas on Fox. All right, that's us. We are the fellas coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Go to geico.com for a free rate quote. It is Super Saturday upon us, but of course, we remember Kobe, and the biggest thing in sport last night took place at the Staples Center. With their game against the Clippers canceled on Tuesday night, the Lakers took the floor for the first time since the tragic accident on Sunday. They had resumed practice on Wednesday to try to take their minds off of things, and uh, last night it was a very emotional weepy-eyed night at the Staples Center. Everybody in attendance did not know what to expect. You heard Brian talk about how everybody, with the they announced all the starters as Kobe, uh, basically Kobe Bryant out of his 20th year from Lower Marion High School. And uh, a little bit later on, we're going to play some sound from last night from inside the Staples Arena. By the way, Dame had a night, didn't he? He channeled his inner Game Mamba, time, yeah, and uh, and drops in forty eight for the Blazers. Incredible AD with a big night, and LeBron w- was uh, poetic and profound as LeBron is. LeBron's Le- he's just an amazing ambassador. Says the right things. He does the right things. He he has his notes and he goes off script because. That's what he does, and that's what right. he's supposed to do. You're not supposed to go scripted with Kobe when you're, you're supposed to go from the heart. And uh, LeBron was all heart. He was tremendous, uh, really, really tremendous last night. Captured the uh, the feeling in the arena. And it was. It was a very difficult week. We all, anytime a, uh, a celebrity, someone of that ilk, passes on, particularly in this case, you're too young in a tragic accident, it affects us because we share. We invite these people into our homes, and Kobe had become a very polarizing figure. But post basketball had become, uh, I, I think, a, a symbol for uh, a lot of good things. He was creating amazing content, and he was being a dad to his four girls, and he was being inspirational. You know, it's funny because he goes from polarizing player to incredible inspiration as a guy who worked for everything he was pretty amazing it really really was because you think about it and and what i reflected on and related most with and what i tried to explain to people who've been in similar positions is the transition from something that you've done for as long as you possibly can remember to something new how do you make your impact what do you do for football players the hardest part about not being able to play professional anymore or, or you know, being forced to either retire or you just don't have an opportunity is realizing that you're not doing something that you've done 
and pursued for so long. Now, whether you play one year or 20 years in the National Football League, or when the spotlight goes off, your life changes. Your mentality is affected. When people are no longer opening the door and welcoming you in or, you know, you know, cheering you as you walk into a restaurant. Your or, jock. Exactly. When people are no longer, you're no longer in the spotlight. It's hard for a lot of people, a lot of guys, especially that I've related with in the National Football League to move forward. What do you do? Where do you go? Yeah. What do you, how do you work? You know, for guys who aren't familiar with the corporate world itself, don't realize because all the time that they've been around, people have given them, whether they've earned it or, or had a, could re- truly respect it. Think about the college jobs. You walk into a job in the summertime and you're making $20 an hour when people who starting to, are barely making half of that. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just because who you are. We're giving Anthony Gargano a summer job because we need him ready for college football. Don't worry about anything, Anthony. You don't have to check in. We got you paid. We're going to get, put some money in your pocket. You'll be able to take care of yourself until that scholarship check gets you know, kicks in for you. That was all the time. Now, all of a sudden, you're not playing football anymore or you're not playing your sport anymore. You're walking into the corporate world and you're saying, hey, I'm Anthony Gargano. Can I get a job here? Well, what are your qualifications? Well, I played football and you know I had a job here before. Well, I'm sorry, Anthony, you're going to have to start off the, in the mailroom or delivery guy. You're going to have to start off in the lower rung and work your way up. And for a lot of guys, it's hard. Sure. I say that to say this, the transition that Kobe made from the sports world to the professional world, the ambassador that, that he was true, the, the things that he, he reached out and did were very impressive from winning an Academy Award, to being a great father, and that, that to me is the greatest job right there. Learn how yeah. to be a father of your kids. Yeah. Because yeah, that is not taught. Yep. No, you're right on. Right on, brother. Right on. So he, uh, real quick, tell, like all these stories come, were being told this past week. And, and a lot of the young Kobe stories, because... He spent his formative years in, uh, in Philadelphia where he grew up, the son of Jelly Bean Joe Bryant, who was a member of the Sixers and uh, named his son Kobe Bean Bryant. And uh, everybody called him Bean. And stories are legendary surrounding him because he would play in these pickup games with NBA players, and he was 14 years old. And it wasn't like he was trying to get run. It was, he was putting in work. And he was he was just better than everybody else, including the NBA guys at 14. I mean, it's hard to fathom, and it's hard to imagine. So, you know, you heard the last night at the Staples Center, you know, from Lower Marion High School. So let me give you a little paint the picture to the, you and the audience to what Lower Marion High School is. Okay. So Lower Marion is a uh, a western suburb of Philadelphia. It's a very it's where they have uh, some big golf tournaments, and it's a very wealthy area. It's it's off of the main line of Philadelphia, and the main line is the old money section of the of Philadelphia. Okay. It's where all the the wealthy people live. It's where the Allen Iverson lived when he was here. It's it's the home of the the people who started Comcast, the Roberts family. 
Um, so, you know, some heavyweights live in the area. And so you can imagine that Lower Marion, um, where Kobe was raised and Kobe went to high school, did not have the greatest sports teams, right? Right. Because it was predominantly white and predominantly um, wealthy, you know, children of wealthy families. So what are you trying to say? So, Why wealthy kids can't play sports? Well, I'm just kidding. I'm just you playing. Know, I'm messing with you. <laughs> you know, you know, I got to give you a hard time. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you put a spin on that one, Cuz? Tell me. <laughs> I mean, look at you. You know, well, you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm just being real, right? <laughs> so not exactly uh, great. You know, amazing athletes came out of Lower Marion, um, but there was Kobe, right? So it was basically Kobe. And these kids, all these white kids, right? <laughs> and, and like, and and so he he would like he was now imagine him in high school, right? Like he's so much better. He's played with NBA guys, right? Right. So he's got you know nothing like you know he, he's crushing everybody. He's a freshman and he's crushing seniors, right? Right. So there was a there was and and so. People started to go to Lower Marion games, like to see him. He became this amazing wonderkin. Could you imagine being in high school and people from all over the area? You become a cult following, and people. It was a lot like LeBron, right? But it, it's less because it's less digital age, right? Certainly. So, so it's not you know it's pre Twitter and that sort of thing. And people were going. It's pre-internet from that from that standpoint, and people were going to make pilgrimage to see Kobe play. And it there was a story. It was great. So there, Lower Marion's playing. The game had already started, and Kobe had to take the uh, the uh, SATs. And Kobe walks into this gym where Lower Marion's playing, and he's got on his shorts, his basketball shorts. A uh, long um, three-quarter length leather, black leather jacket mm-hmm. and sunglasses. Mm-hmm. He walks over to Lower Marion's bench. He takes off the leather jacket. He folds it up nicely, puts it behind his chair. He takes off the sunglasses, puts them in a case. He then goes to the score. Doesn't say a word to his teammates or the coach. He then goes to the scores table and checks in. And then without having dribbled a basketball or taken a warm-up shot, checks into the game and bangs a three the first time he touches the <laughs> ball. <laughs> yeah, man. Look, I, 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 there, there have been is that very a great few story? Guys, that is a great story because there have been very few guys that have been able to make the transition from high school to, to the pros and become a star. And the fact that he was able to do it for two decades at a high level until the day that he retired, uh, criticism, teammates, injuries, and won the championships. They did have the success. Goes down as one of the greatest players in, in NBA history is something that's that's remarkable in itself. Because, you, I mean, look, you got LeBron, you got Kevin Garnett. Those are the top three that high schoolers, straight out of high schoolers, that, that, that did something in this game that come to mind. But think about how many people have, Tried since then, even before the rule of having to go to college for a year, you know, yeah. that they never heard of. And and then, of course, his his effect on the game in general 
you know, for women's basketball as well after, you know, after everything is said and done. Crazy. It it really is. It it really is crazy. We'll be missed. Yep. Yep. Big time. All right. Let's take a quick T.O. We'll come back and back to the Super Bowl. We give our we're going to begin our foray into all the props. Lincoln. All of them. And then we need to find out your rooting interests. Yeah, I'm gonna. We were each gonna. We're each gonna place a hundred a hundred dollar fazul fazuls. So we break out the fictitious currency called the fazul, and we're gonna bet them in props, <laughs> including. Here you go. You ready? Will J Lo show butt cleavage during halftime show? You can't avoid J-Lo's butt cleavage. <laughs> yes, it's plus 250. Absolutely. So you're getting, you're getting some good value there. Absolutely. No, is minus 400. <laughs> we can only root for J-Lo butt cleavage. <laughs> we are the fellas right here on Fox. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. 
It's the fellas, and this segment is brought to you by Discover. You want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year, no matter how much. Millions of people are getting their cash back match, so what are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. Fellows, Anthony Gargano and Lincoln Kennedy, and we're talking about that game where more people will be talking about the prelude of the national anthem, how long it's done, the way and the rendition in which it's done, the halftime show, the commercials, and everything that surrounds it. And, oh, by the way, we'll talk about the game. <laughs> it's the truth, isn't it, man? It is the truth. And, and unlike any other championship, I don't know, I don't know one that has – the type of buildup, I mean, because most of the other series are multi-game, so it's kind of hard to have the, the ultimate buildup, but the, the, the type of buildup and the, the scene, uh, like, like I turned on the TV the other day and it said, you know, Super Bowl coverage begins 6 a.m. 6 a.m.? The game's not until until the six six p.m. <laughs> you know, it's like... I know, I 12 know. 12 hours, what do you do? For a day like that, but hey, it's 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 what's going down. It's how it happens. I know, man. It, it's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> it's amazing. Well, let, let's take a foray into the prop world. Prop right? world. I, I will. Uh, I'll give Ryan a break, and I'll keep track of this stuff, so you don't have to worry about it. Thank you. Thank you. Give Ryan a break. <laughs> Ryan hasn't even woke up yet. What are you talking about? Break. I know. Well, you haven't even you haven't talked to Ryan. With... He said like three words a mo- an hour ago, and, and he just woke up when you heard. Ryan's his name our fine producer. He's got to deal with Chris, our sound well. engineer. Hey, Ryan. I think that's his <laughs> hey, like, title. Yes, yes, that's. That, but I am still exhausted from the couple of those words earlier. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet he is, and I want to give him a break. And he's got to look at Chris all day, so yeah, I nice just guy. I feel bad for him. Got to deal with him and that rancid breath of his. He sits behind me, so it's not like you can smell it. Uh, like, to be fair, tell that dude that just popped on that I have no interest in talking to him today. Shots we, fired. We already, we already had our fight. Which will be higher, Lincoln? The Oscar Awards for the movie 1917. Or the total field goals attempted in the game? Which would be higher? Yes. Mm. Uh, 1917 is the favorite at minus 130. Hmm. Yeah, I'll go with it. Yeah, I'll, I'll lay prop bets. I'll stay away from it, but if I had to lay some fazools, I'll put You got, you got a low, it's 100 fazool. Mm. Yeah, I got standing a 100 fazool. I'll put five yeah. on that one. That no, no, no. You get no. Every bet's a hundred. Even everyone's hundred. So yeah, oh, okay. yeah. You gotta go for a bean. I wouldn't really touch this one though. I wouldn't spend a hundred on it. Okay, but, but you got it. Okay, we'll go to 19, 1917. You go. So we both agree. Yeah. All right. Ant and Link both have that one. Will a player other than the quarterback take a direct snap? Yes, minus one fifty, so you get one hundred fifty fazools versus no, plus one ten. Yes, you go. Yes, yes. You'll think wildcat. Well, maybe that, or maybe some like, uh, you know, knowing Andy Reid and seeing what he's done in the past, I can honestly see sort of like a junket motion by Tyreek Hill where he comes past the center and he takes the ball and runs. Yeah, I thought that- jet sweep. Yeah, well, somebody, but but again, the question is, well, a uh, 
somebody other, other than the quarterback. Yeah. Okay. So he would he would get it. You know what I'm saying? Direct. You know, you know what I mean? That type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You got yes, Link. Yes. I'll take the dog. No. And will there be a flea flicker attempted in the game? Yes. Yes is plus three twenty five. Link. Yes. Wow. All right. I will agree. I'll go. I'll go with you. Will a lineman catch a touchdown pass? No. Yes is plus 700. Nope. No is minus 1,500. No, I'm going no. All right. I agree. Will a Hail Mary be attempted? Look at this. No is minus 1,000. Yes is plus 550. Wouldn't you just say yes? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, it's not impossible, right? right. I mean, I, I look. I, I can, can see I Jimmy said, G throwing in one. You know, I said my I vision was that this game comes down to the final play. Or well, Kansas City have the ball; they need a touchdown. I can honestly say so. I say yes. Yeah, I I agree. I'm I'm about to El Mary. All right, so we'll agree there. The team to have the longest drive in yards that result in a touchdown. So the longest drive yardage-wise to result in a touchdown. KC minus 139, Niners plus 112. I'm taking KC. Me too. I would agree. All right, so here you go. Will either team score three unanswered times, including overtime? Yes is minus 220. No is plus 170. Now, you think it's going to be a close game. I do. So, you could side on the, on the uh, perhaps, no, yeah. Yeah, no. It, that's plus 170. I'm going no, yep. I'm going to say yes because I'm a chef's man. Speaking of which, before we get back to more of the props, you are an Oakland Raider. Raider fans in the Bay Area take the, ge- the geography very seriously, at least up until this past move. And that would be the East Bay, right? Yep. Raiders and Niners. Might as well be the Soches and the Greasers. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and you're going to root... For the socius, a raider, a pirate, is going to root for the regal wine and cheese <laughs> niners. <laughs> I will say this. I will say this. Now, you know, you, first of all, you got to remember, because you got to start twisting your lips. It's now the Las Vegas Raiders. So you got yeah. to start twisting yeah. your lips, because trust me, the, the whole... San Diego, the L.A. Charger thing has been something that's been <laughs> sticking in the back of my crawl for a while as an right. announcer. Right. <laughs> so I'm still just sure. calling the Chargers. Anyways, but in this instance, really don't have a dog in the hunt. Really, I mean, you have to pick the lesser of the two evils. And my pick is has to be the 49ers. It has to be. I I, I can't. I with As much as I love Coach Reed and, and, and pretty much that entire staff, because they're all great guys. I, I, and want to see them successful. The fact that they are wearing Chiefs colors, which I detest, 
anyone knows me knows that I am not a Chiefs fan. Never have been, never will be. I just can't bring myself to to actually root and say, go Chiefs. No, that's not happening. <laughs> now, mind you, go Niners isn't, isn't easier. <laughs> it's not I didn't realize you were, you know, such a Niner guy. Oh, no, it stops. You already see, twisting the words. That's all right. No, I'm not a Niner guy. Are you going to go to, uh, I don't know. I mean, I know you uh, You stayed at that Marriott where you guys used to train mm-hmm. up in Napa. wine country. Yeah. What about it? I don't know. Are you going to take a visit up there in honor of <laughs> grab a couple bottles? Just couldn't. Just couldn't. <laughs> a couple bottles of Pinot. Oh. Well, I love, you know, I love wine. Yeah, 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 I know you love wine. You love I'm wine a lot saying. more than I do. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. You go get, get some Pinot. I'm going to get some a, uh, Harvest get a, Cheddar. I'm going to get a nice, go uh, with a nice whiskey and a nice brat and celebrate <laughs> as I'm sitting back kicking up winning so my prop it, bets. It, now, here's my thing. <laughs> what, what what do you got against the Chiefs? Like, I hate the Cowboys and I hate the Giants. Why? I hate I hate the Cowboys. Why? Well, I think it's obvious why you why would anybody like the Cowboys other than people in <laughs> Dallas, right? People right. in Dallas is your squad. I respect people in Dallas. All right. What I detest is a Cowboy fan who lives elsewhere. Okay. That and again that has a team in your geographical right. location. Right. If you're a free agent, I don't begrudge it. But if you live in Minnesota, you can't be a Cowboys fan. You have to be a Vikings fan. That's the rule. I didn't make the rule up, but that's the rule. It's the rule in which you were born. That's the rule. There are certain circumstances that, you know, you can get away with otherwise, but predominantly that's the rule. You're born in an area. You have to be true to that area. Just like, you know, you're born in the United States. You root USA in the Olympics. You root. USA and everything. That's just what it is. Otherwise, you're a traitor and a turncoat. <laughs> well, I will say this. My disdain for Kansas City goes a long way back to when I first started playing with the Raiders and had to go to Kansas City. Now, I mind know. you, I have the utmost respect for the, the for Chiefs Empire, whatever the hell they call themselves these days. Uh, you know, <laughs> the, 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 yeah, but you can't be an empire and haven't won a Super Bowl fifty well, whatever. years. Whatever, what, just I, I don't know. Whatever they country, I don't, I don't care where they go. Yeah. But, but the fact is that I respect the hell out of this fan base from the very first time that I heard the national anthem being sing, being sung at Arrowhead Stadium, the way they ended in the land of the Chiefs, that has always sent chills. And I saw a passion in that fan base's eyes when they were cheering for their team. Really like you know they haven't really experienced a lot of exactly. the National Football League. Exactly. So I have the utmost respect. However, at the hand of that fan base and that team, I've suffered some pretty big losses. Um, there were a time where we didn't have success against the Chiefs, and it was one of the biggest thorns in my side. And then we were finally able to turn the table and have some success. It was a little bit gratifying, but it still was a long disdain for Chiefs. I've been flipped off by grannies. I've been mooned by children. I've been everything else coming into that stadium we're seeing the Chiefs fans. So there is no love lost for those guys in red and white. I respect the fan base. Just can't stand the team. All right. I will uh, – I have to give a sort of a rebuttal, and it's hard to, to rebuttal something that's 
emotional and irrational like yours is. But I'll try. <laughs> First, let's go to Brian for trending. What's up, brother? What is going on, guys? The Lakers played on Friday for the first time since Kobe Bryant's death. And during the team's tribute to Kobe, LeBron James grabbed the microphone and first he read all nine who perished in the helicopter crash involving Kobe and his daughter Gianna. And then James dug into his pocket for some speech notes, threw those to the floor, and then declared, quote, I got something written down, but Laker Nation, I'd be selling you all short if I read this bleep. So I'm going straight from the heart. The Lakers lost to the Blazers 127-119. Portland's Damian Lillard, 48 points, 10 assists, and 9 rebounds. Lillard said afterwards he didn't feel like anybody walked away as a winner on Friday, given the circumstances. Kyrie Irving channeling his inner Kobe Bryant, scoring 54 as the Nets stopped the Bulls 133-118. The Thunder go on a 13-0 run in the fourth quarter to squelch the Suns. 111-107. The Bucks vomited up a nine-game winning streak as the Nuggets <laughs> win it. <laughs> 127-115. Will Barton, 24 points and eight assists. The Raptors have won 10 in a row, warding off the Pistons, 105-92. American Sophia Kennan winning the Australian Open Women's Singles Final in three sets. And you guys were talking a little bit about the, the Raiders and and Lincoln and Ann, I wanted to throw this out to you. I have this this theory about Tom Brady going to the Raiders and that ah. he feels so ashamed by the tuck rule that he wants to make up for it and go to the franchise because, you know, the tuck rule has impacted the franchise for a while. And he wants to go and redeem the franchise and get on the Davis family's good side. Lead them to a Super Bowl. Lincoln? <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Don't touch it. Not, I'm, not, I'm not going there. I'm not, not, you don't I'm like not Brian's there. theory? No. Did you vomit up Brian's theory? I did. And hurled it aside. <laughs> Brian, a man of the great adjectives. Uh, we appreciate him. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. Thanks, guys. Hey. Hey. Did you have something else? Well, no. I guess that wasn't for us. <laughs> hey. 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 Oh, that's Chris. <laughs> 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 see? see, see, I hey, I can't stand. <laughs> Stop. Now, now, before you get started with your rebuttal, as you said, there's no yes. rebuttal. There's not. You, there's the, the thing is, is that you hate the Cowboys and the Giants for your for your own reasons. Whatever it is, no, I but, hate the Chiefs because I because it's one of the teams that was my biggest rival. Yeah, I, I again, and I appreciate the rival aspect of it, right? I, I honestly. Yeah. But it's not like, and I would understand, like Denver, like you could never root for the Broncos. You could never root for the Chargers, the Bron- Broncos, or the Chiefs. Right, but it, I know, but especially the Broncos because, yeah. the, A, you got into a big issue in Denver when you had to, when those people antagonized you and you had to beat up the, half the stands. <laughs> and oh, I had to sneak out of town before you got arrested. <laughs> and B, they won titles. <laughs> you know, like they yeah. won Super Bowl. Like they were yeah. winning the Super Bowl when you were playing. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. So I understand, like a Bronco hate the Broncos if you're a Raider. I do. Uh, but here's the thing about the Chiefs. There's a part of you. The Chiefs haven't won in 50 years. 50 years. Keep them down. <laughs> Keep them down. Keep All them those down. poor people 
See, I relate to this. As so, as uh, a fan of a team that had never won a Super Bowl mm-hmm. in 51 years. Mm-hmm. And then they finally broke the uh, drought in 2017. So I appreciate the Chiefs fan and the and the struggle. And it's only apropos that the Chiefs are here. In in as we celebrate the hundredth season of the NFL, the Chiefs, a, a, you know, part of the history of the game. Oh, agree, agree, absolutely. They, like agree. the gods deserve, like the to me, Kansas City deserves. The gods should should be benevolent and give the the Chiefs the Super Bowl. The gods. <laughs> You can't spit the gods. <laughs> spit. Who keep are you, down. Ajax? Keep them down. You can't spit this against the not, gods. Not, I don't need to, 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 the hearts going out for those. Uh, look, I uh, I respect those fan bases like the Lions and the Browns, you know, because they sit there and say, well, I've been a Browns fan. It's been handed down generations. I respect right. that fan base. I respect that fan base. But as far as you wanting a, one of your rivals to win another championship, the only, another, the only good thing or another. win a championship. Well, I mean, they won one. So it would be another. Yeah, it would be another. But the only good thing about this Super Bowl, in the sense, is that it's not being played with the Patriots. That's the only good thing about it. <laughs> For me, it's the way I look at it. Why? Wow, Brady's, Brady's your new boy. No, stop. No, he's not. No, 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 no. Don't, don't even get me started on that one. Brady's your new boy. No, Brady's no, no, TB. Mm-hmm. Link wearing a TB12 shirt. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Ooh, no. Anyways. <laughs> I think it would be a shame if Brady plays anywhere else other than the New England Patriots. I think that would be a shame. I agree with that. But I feel for the Chiefs. I got to go all in on the Chiefs. I feel in fact, the Chiefs, but I, think I need – I, I, they're poor fans. Oh, stop. I need to hear how the Chiefs have – fans have poor bled. Fans. Oh, please, Yes. You must bleed to no bliss. And the Chiefs fans have bled year after year. Let them bleed. After Montana came here to Kansas City, Marty Schottenheimer, Marcus Allen, all of them. Dick Vermeil, all close and close. The Nigerian nightmare. nightmare They deserve it. They deserve it. And I want to hear about your pain at being a Chiefs fan. I have a wide shoulder for you. We will root together for Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. 877-99 on Fox. 877-99 on Fox. The least we can do is give a portion of our show over to the downtrodden, over to those people who have suffered so long, who care so much about this great sport. We don't talk about great fans. Never forget descending upon Arrowhead Stadium, and uh, it's the cloud of uh, charcoal gray covered the stadium on Friday. From the all the, the the RVs and the tailgates and the smoke of the barbecue, kick them under down all weekend long. Please. The gray skies above Arrowhead, 
And then when you got inside, you saw the blood, the blood red. Come on. How could you not root Chiefs? 49ers. You would root for those pompous, that pompous franchise. Santa Clara. Not even, nothing to do with San Francisco. Except go to a 49ers game. They get some crabs on the sea, on the wharf and stuff like that. No, no, no. My point is, there is Santa Clara. There's no crabs in Santa Clara. (laughs) You go up to San Francisco, then you drive down to Santa Clara for the game. No, there's no wharf in Santa Clara. Nice wine and cheese because it's warm. (laughs) There's only vampires and and. (laughs) Come on, man. You know, the scene you described a moment of Gelgo in Kansas City sounds more like Transylvania than, than Northern California does. <laughs> I want to talk to Chiefs fans. I want to hear what this Super Bowl means to you. Oh, I want to hear <laughs> what this Super Bowl means to your families. I want you to dedicate this Super Bowl to somebody in your family, long-suffering Chiefs fans. 877-99-ON-FOX is how you reach us, and Lincoln will listen, because Lincoln's a good man. He's a just man. Are you sure about that? And he will listen. (laughs) We're the fellas right here on Fox Sports Radio. Nope. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 
With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. All right, fellas, you want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn the end of your first year automatically. With no limit to how much will match, millions of people a year are getting their cash back match. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. Lincoln, let's talk to some uh, some great fans out there. What do you say, my brother? I'm taking the segment off. I'm going to get some glass, a glass of water. I'll be back. Go and do your thing. Come on, brother. Interact <laughs> with the peeps. You got your uh, your harvest cheddar waiting for you tomorrow? Yes, I do. So let's talk to people. Let's go to Kansas City, the great city of Kansas City, where Brendan is there. And after all that, he has bled as a Chiefs fan, oh, finally God. in the Super Bowl. Good morning, Brendan. Good morning, fellas. How are we? Tell us your story, Brendan. Well, it has been painful with all the home playoff losses, being a Chiefs fan. But I must say, the recent resurgence makes everything so much better due to the fact that it's on the expense of Lincoln's Raiders. And we tear them up every time. So that's all I had. All right, real quick, real quick. What will it mean when the Chiefs and Andy Reid win the Super Bowl? What will it mean to all those people who have suffered throughout the years? Well, guys, I'm 44 years old, and I've waited my whole life for this one. Keep waiting. So it'll mean everything. You hear that, Lincoln? Keep waiting. 44 years on the earth. Kick them while they're down. never have experienced true exaltation, true rapture. That's what awaits you, my friend. Sunday night, I want you to toast it and enjoy yourself, brother. All right? Toast that loss. So sorry for you. Niners win. <laughs> You're rooting for the Niners. That's just, that's horrible. That's now despicable. you made it so much sweeter. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to pull down the top shelf stuff tomorrow when it happens. And, and and light up you're a nice rooting flat Niners, dude. You think about where you're at. That's like if you're a, a you're born in Chicago, and you're a Sox fan. Like that's the that's the ultimate Soch versus Greaser, South Side North Side. Let me just say this, and you root you know, for the those despicable Soches. When 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 your team took on the Patriots, I was cheering for you. I was cheering for I was cheering for Philadelphia. When Atlanta took on the Patriots, I was cheering for the Falcons. All right, I've been. I, I, there are teams that I go against and I cannot root and get, get behind. The Chiefs are one of those teams I cannot root for. I'm not saying that the 49ers are better for me. It's not a better situation. I really don't I'm have a dog in the sun. It's too. It's too. You know. But again, you got to look forward too, to somebody winning. 
and right. the Giants aren't there. <laughs> but that's so. my point. It's like they have the, those two teams, and I understand they're division round, but they've never won. So it's not like you know, it's not like you're you're the Eagles and and you have to deal with the Cowboy fan. Like what do the Chiefs fans say to you? They haven't even won. Well, they've been beating the snot out Raiders of us, like you said. Raiders have won. <laughs> the Raiders will, yeah. have won three championships yeah, and played they, more championships. They've but. never won. They've never won Super. They haven't I mean, won Super Bowl fifty the, years. The Chiefs got their one. That's all they need. But fifty years. It might That's, all they, That's all they need. That's all they That's fine. At least they've experienced. We'll the even. Rushmore. You know. All right. All right. If you want to be like that, let's yep. go to uh, Fred in Bakersfield. Freddie, you're on with the fellas. Hey, good morning, guys. And I want to say I totally agree with Lincoln. Uh, I grew up in California most of my life, and my dad was a Raider fan. My mom was a 49er fan. So the deal is I feel like all the years of watching or listening to the Raiders play, I'll never forget those years when we'd be like, gosh, those darn Chiefs, and we just got destroyed. So there's no way I can root for the Chiefs. But you have the Niners in your family. It's an easy decision for you. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's hard to root against my mom, and I would never. Oh, that, so exactly. I, you know, listen. I'm not saying that you. You know, you you got nine in your blood. I I get it. Well, I but, but I see what Lincoln's saying because I'm telling you, I I remember like when I was a kid, we used to go to this area called the Delta, should, uh-huh. and, and we would listen to those games on the radio, and those Chiefs would just. Oh, I would have to jump off the boat. It was unbelievable. Yeah, but, I hear you. but think about something. Can't you be magnanimous, like? These people have suffered, greatly suffered. Keep them and down. What it, and what does it mean to you? Really, what does it really mean to you? You've got more titles, and you can't root for the, well, you can because of mom, but, like, Lincoln can't root for the Niners. Well, well but I think what Lincoln's saying, too, is, is that being from the Bay, when they played in the Bay Area, it was like you always seem to have some, classic friend that was a Niner fan and I think what happens is after you cook and hang out I mean there is some sympathy for for that over the yeah, years but I, 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 like- I hear you Freddie listen it's a great call thanks my brother you have a good wonderful day I hear what you're trying to say but I'm sorry Lincoln cannot a Raider cannot root Niner first you cannot root for a Chief even more cannot root Niners hard kick him kick him under down we're the fellas more coming up. Don't miss it. Ah, oh, that's us, Big Link. I'm Cuz. Together, the fellas right here. Coming live from the Geico. Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Go to Geico.com and get yourself a free rate quote. All right, now, in case you just tuned in, obviously, we remember Kobe and Talk a lot about Kobe and the the beautiful tribute that was last night in remembrance of Kobe Bryant at the Staples Center. And LeBron was eloquent and and beautiful. And the Lakers did an amazing tribute to Kobe and the rest of the victims. And um, we mourn that and we celebrate Kobe's life. And we'll continue to talk about Kobe throughout the rest of the show. Talk a lot of Super Bowls, you can well imagine, going through some of the props. Also, we're going through the plight of the Chiefs fan. The plight, 50 years without a title. One of the historic teams of football. Truly a bastion of football. Kansas City. Arrowhead Stadium. 
fans who deserve to see a Super Bowl. Lincoln has chosen to root for the Niners, which stuns me. I get division rival. I get enemy of the Raider. I understand it all, but the Raiders, champions themselves, I would think the enemy to my enemy is now my friend. No. No, no. No, 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 no. San Francisco. It's akin, having spent a lot of my career in New York. Yeah. Of Mets and Yankees. New York's an amazing baseball city. And it would be like a Met. A lowly, picked-on Met rooting for the Yankees. Because let's face it, the Niners are the Yankees of football. Montana, Rice, and the Raiders are hard scrabble. Warriors, plunderers, pirates. Beat the Chiefs. Go Niners. Wow. Amazing. Amazing to me that you would take you would choose that. Those right, are the two evils. Let's go. It's I, I I'm stunned. I'm stunned. Derek in New York. You are on with the fellas. Hello, Derek. Hey, guys, I'm in Schenectady, New York. I'm a long, long time NFL fan. I was watching football. My parents had pictures of me watching football when I was four years old in 1962. So I have an elongated view of the NFL. I'm a collector of NFL memorabilia, old films, all kinds of stuff. And I'm telling you, having the Chiefs win is better for football. It's better, okay? I agree. Yeah. It, 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 seriously, it's, it's, a, it's better for the game. I mean, there's a window of time that you can win. You know, Super Bowls, I mean, Marino got to one. He never got back again. Hey, I'm, I'm for the Chiefs, but I'm not even a Chief fan. I, lo- I like the Chiefs a lot. Yeah. They might be in my top five or six teams, but I'm a Packer fan. And as, hey, the Packers have won a lot. The Steelers have won a lot. The Niners have won a lot. But it's good for football when a venerable team like the Kansas City Chiefs wins it all. And I just think it's good for football. So when younger people than me, I'm 62, say, oh, I'm rooting for the Niners. I said, why? Oh, I don't know. I like the team. Hey, if you don't really care that much, if you're not really passionate about it, then think it through. I, but I, well, I, people- yeah, I, it's, I agree with you, but we're, we're dealing with Link. Now, Lincoln, to me, an HOF kind of guy, remember, is a Raider. And now you are in Schenectady, but you know about New York City. And you know that... Mets versus Yankees is very akin to Raiders versus Niners, right? Agreed. And if you're a Met fan, you can't root for the Yankees. It I'm a Cleveland Indian fan. Well, okay. So, <laughs> yeah, but, I, I, but I'm, again, I'm just talking about. It. And thanks, brother. I appreciate your appreciate sentiment. I think you're right. Yeah, go ahead. I appreciate your, your your passion towards the game and everything else. But here's the thing: I'm a Raider through and through. And and those who know me know, know. my affi- my affiliation and my affinity towards the silver and black. Yeah. I could never, ever, ever support a Charger, a Bronco, or a Chief in any capacity, no matter who they're playing. I can't. I can't. It it runs too deep. No, I just can't. Now, I can certainly respect you and and, and cheer for your fan base to, to be successful. But yeah, when but it comes again, to this, I mean, but, but again, the Niners were you. you they were they right looked down the you. Yes. Yeah, but they look and 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 they've got their their championships. And yeah, I understand they look down exactly on you. what the last caller was saying, but here's the thing. 
I, I, a true Raider can never cheer for a Chief, no matter what. I, I, again, but the, the Chief was the enemy that you fought, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There's a closeness, a proximity to it. The Niners, they look at you like, like you're a, a thug. It's all right. They look down their nose at you. It's way I'll worse. I'll be that. It's way worse. Way worse. They view you as uncouth. And they the, wish the, they had as passionate a following as we do. The great unwashed. <laughs> the Raider fans. That's how they view you. And you're going to yeah. root for them? Yeah. yeah. You're going to root this for time. the Santa Clara Niners? This time. this time. That's just, that's. I don't know what to say. You're, it's like rooting for the man. You're going to root for the man. Yeah, I'd rather root for the man than the chefs. Aaron in Indiana. Aaron, you're on with the fellas. Wait, gentlemen, how you doing? What's up, Aaron? Hey, uh, uh, earlier I uh, heard you gentlemen talk about uh, where you live at. You're supposed to root for that team in your yes. region. Yes. Uh, I think rule, I not a... mine. Yes, it is it's my <laughs> rule, and it should be enacted. And if you don't agree with it, you should be locked up. Well, uh, I was. Well, I uh, grew up a Cowboys fan. I was born in Texas, as well as my parents, and my dad raised me as a Cowboys fan. And I uh, and right now I live I live in uh, Charlestown, Indiana, Southern Indiana. No, it's and- where you're born. You said you were born in Texas, so you're a Cowboy fan. That's your fair. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah, no. To me, okay. it's no. The rule is, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, let me explain it a little bit better. To me, it's where you're born. Like you're born into your love of sports. So what what would irks me is the people that were say born in Philadelphia, who root for the Cowboys, who have never been to Texas, who have no link to Texas. That to me is the height of fraudulence. Got it. Please explain to my kids that they have to be uh, be be a uh, be a Colts fan then. Yes. Oh, good grief. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, my brother. I'm sorry. But, that's, that's you know, gonna, you know well, that's the that's rule. Gonna, that's kinda, you know, I know. That's, that's kind of crazy because my oldest daughter is a Houston Texans fan because she has a crush on J.J. Watt. My other daughter. Yeah, uh, should be, I, you should teach her not to root because <laughs> of stuff like that, right? Like, you know, it's the well, game. She, it's not a bad <laughs> Well, then I got another daughter who's a who's, who's a Jags fan because my my cause my dad's in the Navy, so I grew up in Jacksonville, and then my son is a Bengals fan because uh, uh, watching the University of Georgia, he became a AJ Green fan. And oh my God, your family! Take oh, yeah, control, you're the patriarch. Take control <laughs> of the family. Thank you, right. Aaron. You have a great day, my man. You need to take control of that of that family. See what you started. See what you started? Your rule. Well, it's, it's the rule. It's the rule. Who, who says, who now, he's a little different because he grew up in Texas yeah, still, and then found his way to Indiana. So there's a bit of a, there's. I know you do, and you'd be wrong. But I know that there is a <laughs> – I know that some people have a nomadic past, and the nomadic past, it, 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 it kind of musses things up, like my man's family. One kid won't root for one team. Come on. You can't have crushes and, and nonsense like that. You know, how you root for your team should be the civic pride. That's what it's about. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm not. You're I'm in not New bad. Orleans. You're a Saints fan. You grew. You were born and bred in New Orleans. You got to be a Saints fan. That's it. Let's see, Anthony, Louisiana. You're on with the fellas, Ant. Um, I just want to bring to the point that New England. I'm a New England Patriots fan. I've been to Boston. I went out there to work a couple of years back. But anyway, the Niners were winning because. Uh, do me a favor. Turn, turn your radio down, my friend. All right. Thank you, buddy. I said, I said the Niners will win because they have a problem. Kansas City have a problem with those types, types of teams. With, with they do. Patrick Mahomes has a problem. Because I, I, I miss his problem. I just think he's right. the best quarterback in the, in the on the planet right now. He is. I give him that. I give him that. But the Forty um, Nines are built like the New England Patriots are. Yeah, but, um, and I, and, they built. They actually built the same. And yeah, and with those things. Nah. Like the last time they nah. played, three nah. bad calls. They had three bad calls. New England should have won that game. Nah. You know what I mean? And nah. I think Bill Belichick has a plays a. Has his, his nah. on, on no, you're from, you're from Louisiana. Yeah. You're New Orleans? No, I'm from Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge. All right. You should still be a Saints fan, but whatever. Uh, I don't know how you can root for the Patriots. Root for the Patriots. That's horrible. What? That's <laughs> terrible. That's being a front runner. You don't want to be a front runner. I expect more out of you, Ant. Hey, but the Patriots was an underdog at first. They're like uh, I, I, twenty years, they're a, twenty years, they're they're a favorite. I see Kansas City as the greatest. Uh, St. Louis that year, they was they was uh, scoring all those all those points. I see Frisco as New England when they came in and shut them down. I think that's what's going to happen. All right, all right, you could be wrong. That's all right. I still like you. <laughs> all right, all right, Dan. Have a good one, my friend. Enjoy it. All right, we'll see. I know Lick's on the Niners. He's feeling Niner victory. We'll, be, we'll, we'll kind of we'll go back through the props. and <laughs> it's Good calls, though, by everybody. We appreciate oh, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I, still didn't get the, I still didn't get a story. Like, all I wanted really was, like, this poor Chiefs fan who has felt beleaguered. It's been Some so long they Chiefs don't know how to win. That, okay. that They felt so who, – who his grandfather – Passed on the Chiefs to his father, and his father passed on the Chiefs to him. And 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 all he wants to do is see a a Chiefs Super Bowl. Fifty years, Lincoln. Keep him down. Yeah, you want to root for the rich. You want to root for the Niners. Why the well the uber wealthy? Wine and cheese. Lincoln Kennedy, sell He's a cocktail stick. <laughs> He's a cocktail <laughs> stick. <laughs> I'm Cuz, together with the fellas right here on Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Fellas, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, and now it's time for Geico's Play of the Day. Look, do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. Fortunately, Geico makes it easy for you to bundle your home and auto insurance. It's a good thing, too, because having a home is hard work. Go to Geico.com and get a free rate quote today. Geico.com, it's easy. Today's Geico Play of the Day comes from the courtesy of the Brooklyn Nets, the Yes Network. Kyrie Irving went off last night. Let's take a listen. Irving on the move. Irving the fade. Yeah, everyone was playing for Kobe in one way or the other, and the thoughts and the the tributes were extensive this past week. It's been a very hard week, but as we yeah. get you ready for the, yeah. the Super Bowl, because you know, there's just one thing that that, that, that stuck in my crawl, uh, What's that? and it's 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 one of these little pet peeves. And, and tell me if it's tell me if I'm wrong. You know, when people talk about the current year, 2020, they say, "Oh, it's the start of a new decade," and I'm like, "No, it's not. Where did you guys learn math? No one starts at zero. It's the end of a decade." You started one. When you start counting, do you, do you say, hey, count from one to ten? Zero, one, two. No. One to ten. So we're ending a decade, not starting a new one. One of those little pet peeves I just thought I'd point out. Along with you're Chiefs right, fans. Link. Along with Chiefs fans. You're, you're right. I don't know why. He <laughs> it just came to mind. Feel the me. Yeah. No, I, you're, you're right about the uh, that pet peeve. <laughs> I appreciate it's it. It's just me. Um, right. Sharing. We're going to get back to uh, props in just a moment. We'll do that as well. I still want to continue my search. Why? 
of a Chiefs fan. I didn't get the Chiefs fan, but they don't want to win. Yeah. Sure, they're out there. And then, uh, in addition, I, can I read you? I got a little bit of an issue. Yeah. Did I tell you about the scrappiness that Little Moss's uh, was in? You got in a scrap? You got in a scuffle? Well, you know, just in, during the game. Oh, no, no, no. no I did not I, hear that one. I didn't tell you this? No, no. The last couple weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, they were, uh, Moss is, my little Mossimo is uh, in a, he plays first and second grade basketball, and I'm the coach. And, uh, you know, it's funny because at that age, you got, a, you got like, a couple kids that know the game a little bit, can play a little bit. You have some kids who are just learning it, you know, kind of running around, no idea what to do. Uh, you have the aggressive and the non-aggressive, right? And right. so Mossy, in the last couple of weeks, he's been kind of squaring off with the, the most aggressive kid on the other team. And it's, you know, whatever. They've been tussling over the ball. Another kid on my team where I love this little RJ. Uh, they got to like a little bit of a push-shove. You know, they've been shoving and been getting a little heated. So the the guy who runs the league has been getting complaints on Moss, parents and and uh, well, not not just Massimo. Okay, but, I was about to say. <laughs> so there was a, an email that went out. So I want your advice here, your opinion. All right, buddy. Uh, attention, first and second grade coaches. We have received some calls and emails. Quite frankly, a lot of them with concerns about the way the games are going at this level. This level is purely instructional. Please remember that at this level, there is very little understanding of the game and how it is played by the kids. For most, it, it comes about, and it pits, and I got this work at the, the aggressive versus the non-aggressive. These games are played four-on-four four with coaches for both teams on the floor to keep them as close to a controlled environment as possible. The concerns from the parents are that it has gotten or often gets very out of control. So (laughs) no score is being kept. No stats are being kept. No one wins or loses the game. So it really doesn't matter how often you stop the games to instruct and calm things down. We all want a safer climate and a more instructional one as well. Your thoughts? Tell those parents to take their kids to learn badminton. <laughs> I understand this as a parent that there is an instructional period where you're you can teach kids the game. But the whole to me, the philosophy of sport is based on competition. Competition is not it doesn't matter if you're playing checkers, it doesn't matter if you're playing in the Super Bowl. Competition is competition where you pit one person against the other. That's competition, okay? And so the mentality of, hey, this is just a friendly game, to me, only goes so far. There's no friends when it comes to competition. I'm here for a reason. I'm here to beat you. I'm playing this game to beat you. I'm not playing this game just to pass time. If you are, you're wasting your time. So when there's an instructional basis, I get it. That's usually for practice. And, hey, when we get in the games, pass it to your teammates. You know, respect your teammates. Learn how to play team ball. I'm all about that. But there has got to be a level that takes over to where you want to win. 
even though it's just a friendly competition. We're not keeping score. I want to win. I've been to games where people don't keep score, but I'm telling you, people in the stands are like, well, what's the score? Well, I know they don't have anything up, but I think it's three to two. I think we're ahead. Oh, we lost. The kids know when they lost. The kids know when they didn't score as many points as the other kids. So why should we? Why should it be any different? Yeah. So, I'm, uh, so do you think they should keep score first and second grade? I don't mind them keeping score because I think ultimately it gets it it gives you the thought of accomplishment, the feeling of doing no, something I, right. Quite frankly, I agree. More. I don't keep score, and I right. just kind of teach them the game well, because yeah. I follow I follow the rules of the the league. But yeah, I agree. I think they should keep score. I get and, it, but I also get I get there, like for example. I'll use my kids as an example. My, my, for, for the longest time, my kids were part of the community rec league, which is called NYS. Now, NYS, National Sports Youth Association, whatever it was, um, NYS would, want, you know, they would have send out forms where you could get the, the trophy and stuff like that. You know, they're buying into it, and you can get, everyone has a little trophy you can buy. And you can buy a different sizes and stuff like that. I told all of my kids, by the time you hit 10, the free trophy is over with. Because if you're not playing well or you're not excelling, you're not going to get a trophy. To me, sprinkles are for champions. You, you, you don't get ice cream, you don't win. There was a point in time where my kids were thinking like they were thinking more about the ice cream and the pizza party after it than competing. And that was, that was whoa, 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 whoa. Did you guys win today? Well, they didn't keep score. You know what the score was. Did you win today? No. You're not getting ice cream. <laughs> you get ice cream and you win. Because I want you to feel the sense of urgency to compete better or to challenge yourself better or to challenge your teammates better or perform better in order for you to get a treat. You're not going to get a trophy if you don't play like a champion. Uh, Yes. 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 So even at that age for Moss, I understand what they're doing and I can respect that. But at the same point, there's a time where you you either have it or you don't. The will to win has got to be present in that person in order to help excel the team, to help push the team. Because now all of a sudden, if they see Moss trying to get a steal or trying to make a basket, then the other player, RJ, is going to want to try to still get a steal and make a basket. Then all the other ones are going to – and that's what you want. That's how you motivate and push one another to be better. Not to just pacify the time and the situation. Well, I'm just going to sit out here and pick my nose while you guys pass the ball around. I'm not going to raise my hand. What are you doing here? This one's exactly, probably yeah. not for you. Yeah. And so, you know, here's the thing, right? So, the, the, Mossy's a first grader, and they're like, well, the team we played last week, whatever. I mean, they're, you know, again, they're little boys, they're little kids, they're little babies. But, you know, I mean, I can't blame my kid who wants to win, and they fight for the ball. And the ball comes down, and they're fighting for it. And you know how it is. And then, of course, like, That's I'll break it up. But like that's the, you know, I'm, I'm not holding Fight Club for kids. No, but you know what I'm saying. You're also not. You're also but, not teaching your kids to hey, when a kid's driving the lane, just just move out of the way and let them go. And, and you have certain kids that like you know, <laughs> they, and you know the deal, right? Yeah. You have certain kids that kind of shouldn't be playing, right? And again, it's all right. Like, but you see that you could tell, unless they do a, a major transformation. Sports is probably not for them. Now, it doesn't mean they can't or shouldn't be allowed to have the opportunity to play them. But you know how it is. Sports aren't for everybody. 
and, and, and I understand, you know, I, I've seen, you I've seen penalize teams. other kids, right? Right. I mean, the, the thing is, look, it, I think as, as a coach, you have a responsibility, depending on the level in which you're at, to allow everyone a chance to play and to feel that, 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 that feeling. Dude, I, I make sure every kid, and it's funny, I make sure every kid gets baskets, like the kids that are like, you know, not really, I want them to feel good about themselves. Certainly. So I get, you know, I got mad at this one kid. I got, I got a problem with this one kid on my team, who is is pretty good. He's pretty good. He can play the game, but he's just a gunner, and all he wants to do is shoot. And he, he showboats, and he's in first grade. I'm going, dude. You know, I'm telling his parents, like, yo, come on, man. And well, here's, he here's what you he do with that one. Here's he doesn't do listen. With- and and so I go real quick. I I go let's get let's get a uh, little Jack a, a basket, right? right? So I want you to pass a little Jack. He fires a thirty footer, and he made it, which was the worst, right? So the kid makes a shot, and I yeah, and you know, he's popping his chest, and I'm going get get little Jack the ball. Let him get a shot. Well, see, here's where you have to instill your authority. You have to pull him. Set him down. Yeah, I yeah I did. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's you know the thing is is that though I had I to pull believe- him and I had to pull Massimo because the two of them there's like a little bit of a rivalry between the two. Okay, and but they, they still they need to the respect authority. So if you came and exactly. said let's get Jack the ball and he doesn't, you got to pull him. Yeah, I mean you, you yeah. got you got to show. Look, I'm the coach. You're the player. Coaches coach players play. And even if and the then you have get the upset, parents, right, you, I know. Well, I mean you know tell them to coach then. You know, yeah. that's, the, that's the biggest thing because this is something that I have had to refrain myself from doing, especially when I've watched my kids on other teams. I had to just, you know, I'm not here to micromanage. I'm not going to coach. And I've told my kids when it came to coaching them personally, the first thing I ask is, what did your coach say? Okay, and how do you feel about that? Because I'm not trying to – oh, I'm not trying to, 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 to demean what the coach is telling you or what they're trying to teach you. That's not my that's not my point in my position. So even as a parent in the stands, I'm not yelling, man, put this kid in. What are you doing? I'm not one of those. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you, Link. I appreciate it. I got it. your back, Gus. Who's this who texts us? When did this become the Marv Moran- Marinovich and LeVar Ball show? It's <laughs> a great line. Is that Arnie? <laughs> Is that Arnie? Arnie? Oh my God. That's great. All right, uh, here's the deal. We're going to come back in just a moment. I want to – I got lots to do with this Super Bowl we're going to get to. We also have some more Kobe stuff, but Brian's been waiting patiently to keep it to uh, to keep us up on the world of sports, the stuff that we're missing. Go ahead, Brian. That is right. Hey, guys, the, the Lakers played a game for the first time since Kobe Bryant's death. The team held a grandiose tribute for Kobe – Lakers' Quinn Cook, who changed his jersey number to 28 as a way to remember Kobe, who wore number 8, and Bryant's daughter Gianni, Gianna, I should say, who donned number 2, spoke after the game on Friday about showing up with a public at Kobe's memorial that is set up outside Staples Center. The fans were great. You know, they, they let me be. They let me mourn. Um, they gave me words of encouragement, and I needed it. And uh, uh, it's been a rough week. The Blazers won the game, though, 127-119. Portland's Damian Lillard, 48 points, 10 assists, and 9 rebounds. Russell Westbrook chiming in on Twitter on the matter, 
saying, quote, I've been stuck and not really knowing how to put all that which I'm feeling into words over the past several days. I'm devastated about the passing of Kobe and Gigi. I met Kobe when I was 16 at UCLA, playing against him in a pickup game. He played like he was in the NBA Finals. From that point on, I decided that I wanted to emulate his Mamba mentality. Kyrie Irving certainly emulating Kobe Bryant by pouring 54 points on the Bulls as the Nets win 133-118. The Thunder go on a 13-0 run in the fourth quarter to victimize the Suns, 111-107. Phoenix barfed up 22 turnovers. And American Sophia (laughs) Kennan winning the Australian Open, the 21-year-old, her first major, winning it in three sets. And we'll be back with the fellas in just a moment. But first, a word from Farmers. Bundle home and auto with Farmers Insurance and you could save an average of 20%. A better pairing than pineapple and pizza. There, I said it. Call 1-800-FARMERS for a quote today. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. 2018 nationwide average savings underwritten by Farmers for Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. And with that, let's head back to the fellas. Thanks, brother. We appreciate it. We are the fellas. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, coming live from Big Ico, Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. All right, back to our Super Bowl discussion. Lincoln likes the Niners in the game. Now, when, when give me, let's go X and O and uh, put fandom aside and rooting interest aside. Give me an X and O of how you really think the Chiefs can lose this game. Because I, I got to tell you, every time I X and O it, it comes up Kansas City. I will, I will say, well, I mean, it's X and O's. You, you want to talk specifics. The philosophy to me is as specific as you need. Is just if you're the 49ers, you want to use, you're hoping it's Tevin Coleman because it gives you just a different attribute to your running game. You want to use the running game. And you want to you want to be able to run the clock, drain the clock, score touchdowns because you can't beat the Chiefs scoring field goals. Score touchdowns, and then give the Chiefs a limited amount of time to do what they do. Because if there's a sense of urgency where they have to drive the length of the field and they only have limited time to do it, you know what they're going to do. Now, mind you, the Chiefs pass seventy percent of the time, so it's no, it's not like a, a greatest mystery of what they're going to call. It's just a matter of stopping them. And if you're able to play little combinations on the back end with seven guys, there'll be times where you'll double Kelsey. There'll be times where you you, you try to t- take Tyreek out, Hill out of the way. More importantly, you just want Patrick Mahomes to hold the ball because the longer he holds the ball, the bigger advantage it is for your rush to get to him and yeah. not be able to give him those those short inter, the short throws. Now, last week, I mean, not last week. I keep saying last week because I'm, I'm thinking in in the in the in the, in the following. Against the Titans, an AFC championship game, you saw at first the Titans took everything deep away when the Chiefs were trying to go up top. And that really kind of hit them. And then once Mahomes figured out what they were doing and Biennemi and, and, uh, and Andy Reid, they called plays that weren't, well, we're not trying to take big chunks. We're going to take five, six yards. They adjusted. And the Titans didn't. And I thought that was the biggest second-hand, second-half uh, mismanagement for the Titans. The Titans didn't adjust their defense. Well, since we we took away the long stuff and we kind of held them down a little bit, now the you know the, the, they're going to probably go with the short stuff, not taking into plenty of consideration for that. They played the same thing throughout the game, and once the Chiefs understood what they were trying to do, that's when they took off. 
So they're, they're, this game is full of adjustments. You got to keep the other team on the hill, on their heels. But I do know the formula for success for San Francisco is to run the ball. And I think they can run the ball on this team. Uh, listen, they ran all over the Packers to the point where Green Bay, you know, you didn't even need Jimmy G, right? Like right. Green Bay just could not stop it. Kansas City, conversely, was able to stop Derrick Henry. Now, that's a completely different principle in how they run the football right? compared to the Niners. Right. The Niners run those outside zone They stretch, exactly. Principles. And, I, you know, I, I, I got faith in my man. I got to go back oh, to Spags. I, I, look. He knows, he knows how they run it. Yeah, there's no doubt about it, how he runs. But also, here's the thing. And, and, and conversely, the Titans you're rooting against not, Andy and Spags. No, I'm not, not. Stop it. I'm rooting against the Chiefs. There's a difference. Can't believe um, it. <laughs> they're, they're, you're afraid, they're, you're afraid you gotta, of. No, it's not afraid of anything. It just no, no, like you're, you're No, you're afraid of. Oh, Fredo. No, stop. See? No, that's wrong. That's you're wrong. Going to get, you're going no, to get some guys we love. I was never part guys. of the Chiefs family, so I, that, is, that is not true. That is not true. You can't call me Fredo. I'm not taking that one, guys. No, no, no Spags no. loves you. you and I love know. Spags, and I love I love Reed. I love Biennemi. I love a lot of these coaches. I know them personally. These guys are great I know. Guys. I know they do. I know. It's why it's not, it's not about that. Get, you're it's for just, them to fail. It's, it's the colors that they're wearing. It's the organization that they represent. That's the hardest Sad. thing. My point I was is going that to get, I was going to get Spags on, but you, you know, you know, you know, come on. I would love to talk, to talk to Coach Spags. I would love to. I would love to to, to hear his thoughts on what what I'm thinking. Not to giving him up too too much away, but I would love to have yeah. Coach Spags on. Come on, you know better than that. Yeah, but he they still have out. they still have receiving weapons too. You know, Emmanuel Sanders and Samuel, and then you got a. I love Debo Kittle. Samuel. I mean, listen, I love and I love Debo Samuel. You're you're right on. Kittles, I'm looking forward to see. That's one of the prop bets. Or who's going to have the who's going to have the better game at tight end, receiving yards wise? Which one of the, do you have that prop? Kelsey, bet? Kelsey or Kittle? Uh, we'll yeah. go. We'll go through them. Um, I'll tell you what. Let's say quick to We'll go through a lot of the props coming forward. Get you set. How to bet this game? Uh, all kinds of stuff. Straight ahead. We're the fellas. He's big licking Kennedy. Raider forever. But now Niners sympathizer. (laughs) Wow. Pass the stone ground crackers. The harvest cheddar. (gasps) Lincoln Kennedy. Niner fan. I'm Cuz. Together with the fellas. Right here. On Fox Sports Radio. Fellas, look at Kennedy, Anthony Gargano. Fellas like to hang out with you guys every week right here on Fox Sports Radio. We are, of course, brought to you by the fantastic people at Discover. You want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no no limit to how much we'll match. Millions of people a year are getting their cashback match. Discover cashback match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cashback match. 
All right, Big Link. Let me use some of these props, shall we? All right. So when we look at the player props, because uh, for for the game, I'm gonna let's dive into this piece. All right. Jimmy G over one and a half touchdown passes minus one thirty. Over. All right. I got under. Patrick Mahomes over two and a half touchdown passes, plus 115. Under is minus 143. Over. Over, I agree. Passing yards. This is interesting one. Patrick Mahomes, 299 and a half. Over or under? Hmm. I'm going for 49ers. You can't have too big of a day. Actually, you could just not get in the end zone. It's in zone. So I'm thinking the third zone. Uh, I am going to go under. Under two. He's not thrown for 300. Nope. Come just short. Wow. Really? Yeah. Jimmy G over 240 and a half. Under. All right. Wow. I, I'm shocked. Shocked. All right, Mahomes versus, let's do this one. Let's go completions, 23 and a half Mahomes. Over. 19 and a half Jimmy G. Over. Interceptions, both one half. Ooh. Under on both. I got I got a lock for you. Ready? Total yards of first completion. Jimmy G, eight and a half. His first completion will be nine yards or more? Yeah. Mm. I can I see that. It's, it's going to be a screen. No, no. I say it's in stone under. No, I, I say the first one is going to be, his first pass is going to be a screen. So yeah, I say over. For four yards. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you have your you're keeping track. We'll we'll we'll, we'll tally him up next week when we talk. So, oh my god, yeah, I love I I love Jimmy G here. Love it. No, wow. he said stone lock and under. <laughs> it ain't happening. <laughs> wow. Are right, you ready? Yep. All right. This is. So this is, let me get the receiving yards. Emmanuel Sanders, 40 and a half. Under. Debo, 53 and a half. Under. Really? Tyreek Hill, 77 and a half. Under. 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 I love the over. Trust me when I tell you, the Kittles and Kettle. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's what the Kittles and Kettle. Kelsey and Kittles. (laughs) That's what it's. Those are two. Those are the big (laughs) time. All right. Kelsey, 74 and a half. Over. 
All right, I'm going over Samuel, under Sanders, over Hill, over Kelsey. Here's my lock of the year. Sammy Watkins, under 15 and a half. Oh, that's easy. That's that's under. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 15 and a half? I don't, I don't, think, I don't think Sammy Watkins down. really plays this game for a number of reasons, mainly because scheme-wise, it doesn't benefit him benefit them to have him out there but more importantly this is also a contract year for Watkins and what better what better way to show that you know we can probably move on without you than not having you be a big impact I love this game of our season and he's talking about here he said I'll maybe I'll chill out yeah well he he thinks he's got it like that and that's that's today's athlete I'll just take a year off I got this I'll be back I'll be better (laughs) Miko Hardman 22 and a half oh yards over yeah, I, I see it too. Here's another over I like. Kendrick Bourne, 23 and a half. Yeah, over. Kittle, 73 and a half. Over. Yeah, I, 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 I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Uh, receptions. Kittle, five and a half. Over. Really? Yeah. Debo, four and a half. Mm, that's right around. So I'm gonna have to go under because I see him probably around. No, no, over, over, over. I'll give give him more receptions. Tyreek, five and a half. Who was that? Tyreek Hill. Under. Kelsey, five and a half. Over. Watkins, three and a half. Under. Under, right? Yeah, we just said that he's not going to have much of an impact, so why would we give him any catch? Yeah, yeah. All right, we've got more props coming up next. We suss it out the bowl, fellas, on Fox. That's us, fellas, coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. Go to geico.com. Get yourself a free rate quote. So, Fellas, cause you said you're going to the Poconos, yes. right? I am. It's the mountain, Pocono Mountains. Yes. Mm-hmm. They got TVs up there. You make sure you can be able to watch the game. No, that's the whole point. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a man's little uh, weekend. Oh, just you and some of the guys, huh? Yes, and my kids. Oh, so okay. it's uh, my buddy Marco has okay. a uh, has a uh, house in the Poconos. That's nice. How, how so, long of a drive is that for you? It's about two and a half hours, That's three not hours. It's nice yeah. little getaway. That's so we'll good. get away up to the mountains. And so what happens is we all go up. A couple of the guys go up, my cousin, a couple of the other guys, my friends. And then uh, I bring little Ant and little Massimo. Oh, that's cool. And they love it because he's got like air hockey and darts and all kinds of stuff in the basement. Big, big, you know. And then we make, you know, steaks. And they get, you know, they feel like they're with the guys, and they love it. So we're gonna do that, and you know, watch the game. It's good. Sounds good. Yeah, sounds like a yeah, little time. man's little little man's weekend for the little guys. Yeah, you know, so they they love it. They get all excited. They go, "I'll go to Poconos," <laughs> and we talk about tracking a bear. There you, you go. Know, make up stories about the bears and stuff. Yeah, because I know you're not hunting any bears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they ain't happening, man. <laughs> Like that fire, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Give me a beer. my. That's right. <laughs> Light the uh, fire. Yeah. Get open some wine. <laughs>
<laughs> That's all I'm doing. Uh, Keith just missed it. Uh, Keith missed us all morning. We were talking about the Kobe tribute last night, Staples. It was uh, beautiful. LeBron was eloquent. LeBron was uh, on point as usual. Uh, first, do me a favor. Let's get some sounds from last night and uh, what we saw in Staples and you know, take a listen to the PA announcer and let's who introduced the players as Kobe and uh, so LeBron. So t- take a listen of uh, here's some LeBron from last night pregame. This is a celebration of the 20 years of the blood, the sweat, the tears, the broken down body, the getting up, the sitting down, the everything, the countless hours, the determination to be as great as he could be. Tonight we celebrate the kid that came here at 18 years of age, retired at 38, and became probably the best dad that we've seen over the last three years, man. So in the words of Kobe Bryant, Mamba out. But in the words of us, not forgotten. Live on, brother. Pretty cool. Well, LeBron... mm. Man, it's tough. He came there at 18. It's amazing, the foresight. Jerry West believing that Kobe Bryant was going to be that next great player. And it's funny. We we talk a lot about it in Philadelphia because he was from Philly, and we knew the right. stories, right? right? We saw the legend in high school. We saw what he could be at 14 playing pickup. With the likes of Rasheed Wallace and all yeah. these NBA guys and all the stuff, and and that year the Sixers took Allen Iverson, mm-hmm. and it was interesting because Philadelphia had a, had a weird relationship with him because he played for the Lakers. They squared off in two thousand and one, and he had a quote that li- lived on forever that people hated in Philadelphia, where he said he was going to rip the hearts out. Of the Sixer fans. And people criticized them for saying Certainly. that. Certainly. Without a doubt. But I Love. I defended him. I was on the air at the time and defended him because that's what a Philadelphian would say. Yeah, but against, when, when it's turned against you, it, it, it's something uh, different. So what? Right? Like if yeah. you're a, a true Philadelphian says, I'm going to rip your heart out and beat your ass. That's what Kobe did. Kobe had balls. I, I'm sorry. I I believe. I believe. I loved what he said. And to me, the that's will it. To, the will to and win. He embodied aspect. a lot of the, my hometown. He embodied yeah. it, the city, and he took it to a level all of competition. Work. Absolutely, yes. I get it. All that's hard work. Respect for him. Yep. So we we, uh, we were talking a lot of, lot of the morning about him and and some of his incredible exploits, man. They would find him all gyms across the the uh, area, Chapel University, St. Joseph's University, Villanova University. Pick up everywhere. Jelly Bean, it's funny. I'm I'm trying to get World Free to call up because uh, if you know who World B Free is, uh, Lloyd Free was a teammate of Joe Bryant with the Sixers. Kobe's dad. And World was great, man. World was filled up with the best of them. And he used to hang out with J. 
Jelly Bean all the time. Jelly Bean Joe Bryant was his name. Kobe's dad. And those two were really good friends. And he said that he'll never forget the day Kobe was born. And shortly thereafter, uh, Joe brings Kobe around as a baby and gives the baby to world. And he goes, Joe was holding the baby like he was palming a basketball. One hand. He goes, I can give me that baby. And Joe said, "It's that baby, that boy right there is going to be special. And throughout the years, he realized he had something in Kobe that was very, very special. And he said he was beating him. Kobe was beating him at the age of 13, legitimately. <laughs> like, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. You know? Really cool. So, anyway, we uh, mourn the loss of Kobe, obviously, the all the people aboard. What he was is a dad. Hashtag girl dad. I love that. I thought it was beautiful. I How he became, like, later in life and, and as he grew as a man and a champion for female causes. I think it was, you know, it was cool. It was a great night last night um, as far as celebrating someone's life who meant a lot and it, and it comes out of the tragedy. It's been a very emotional week in the sports world and just in the world in general. Yeah, man, it sure it has. These, the thoughts were just, they, they crossed over the sports lines to just general oh, yeah. public. The amount that was coming from, you know, whether it's politicians, other celebrities, you know, it, it, was, it, was, it was a tough one. It really was. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. Anyway, uh, we all are also discussing at length the Super Bowl. Link is on the Niners. I'm on the Chiefs. We've been going toe-to-toe trying to analyze this game, X and O this game. I think, I, I think like Lincoln thinks, it's going to be a really good game. You're smelling a lower-scoring game than most people believe. Yeah, I still think that... If the 49ers are going to win, I mean, my my vision is this, is that it'll come down to some, the score something like 30 to 24. The Chiefs have the ball, last possession, and then the 49ers end up getting a turnover to, or making a defensive stop to seal the game. That's the way I think it comes down. So a hold at the end of the game. Yep. Interesting. Now, I, I do – one of the reasons why I like the Chiefs so much is I do think the Niners are a bit over, I don't want to say overrated, because I think they're a really good team, but they look better than they really are, or more dominant than they really are against Green Bay, a team I don't think belong there. Did you think the Packers no, and I was saying were that a all true year. 13-3 team? No, I, I said their record that I thought was way better than they were as a team. But I will say this. I will say give the give the 49ers credit for this. The, the 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 teams that they played this season, I think ultimately prepared them for this the, the this stage. And 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 in the sense that if you go down their schedule and you look at where they played versus who the Chiefs played, you would probably agree with me in saying that they were more battle tested, truly battle tested than say the Chiefs were. Playing teams like Seattle twice. Playing teams like the Rams twice, who were last year's NFC representing the Super Bowl. Green Bay, Baltimore, New Orleans, 
you know, yeah, they've had their their fair share of hiccups. I mean, they shouldn't have lost to Atlanta, but you know, you know, taking Atlanta and taking the last minute comeback basically to beat them, you know, showed me that they have been tested and tried this season. And so this is why this stage is 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 going to be. I think they're going to be able to handle it. And I'm not saying the Chiefs aren't prepared for it. They've been certainly working their way up to this point. And Patrick Mahomes, you know, they, yeah, they went to the AFC Championship think, game last year. No, I think you can make that. I think that's a good argument. You know, if, if I hit you with that Green Bay was very porous against the run, that Green Bay had issues and really wasn't a true 13-3 team, you're right to say that still the Niners' road was tougher than the Chiefs' road. Right. Because yeah, the NFC is better than the AFC this year. Agreed. I agree with you. I, I think you're right. I think the, that Seattle, that Rams, Saints, you know, playing those teams, I, I think you're right about that. I really do. Then again, I, I go, and I while I agree with it, I still think, like, I don't think the Niners are going to gash the Chiefs run in, in the run game. Like, Jimmy G's going to have to step up and win the game. And then if that's the case, I would definitely say it's a Chiefs game. Because I don't think Jimmy G can. Really? Yep. Not yet. Yeah. I, you know, I go back I mean, to the first game against them in Seattle when the pressure was on, the running game wasn't fixed or wasn't working as well as it efficiently is now. And the fact that they put it on Jimmy G's shoulders, especially in overtime, they had they had opportunities to win. There were a lot of Aaron throws, I thought, just a pressure of the game of the moment. Now, he certainly settled down as the year progressed, and you're always going to get better. But to me, if it came to a position or it came to a time that people said, Jimmy G's the next Montana or the Steve Young, or he's going to have to put the team on the back and win, I don't think he's there yet. Well, at I some point is- he's going to make – I'm saying he's he's going to have to – not going to be like last week where he's eight for nine – well, I mean that that that's to me that I think that's perfect. If he throws fifteen times or less, that's what you want. If you're a Forty Nine er, wow, fifteen times or less. You Absolutely. think he can throw fifteen or less and win? If they have that running game the way I do, the way I feel they do, yes. Wow. All right, I want you to uh, I want you to expound that out a little bit, and we'll keep going through props and taking a look at this game from every angle imaginable. With the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, right here on Fox Sports Radio. The fellas, brought to you by Discover. You want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earned at the end of your first year, no matter how much you no matter how much you've earned. Millions have had their cash backs matched. So what are you waiting for? Learn more at Discover Cashback Match. And he's Anthony Gargano. I'm Lincoln Kennedy. We were talking a little bit Super Bowl action, and uh, last segment. Uh, and Anthony, I made the point that I honestly feel that in order for the 49ers to win, I think Jimmy G has to throw 15 times or less uh, because I, I believe they got to run the ball and set things up with play action. So uh, I don't want him throwing the ball around. I want to run. Yeah, but you're talking about 15 times. Yeah. You really believe well, he, he only threw, he only made eight attempts the last time he was out. Yeah, but that's because nine, right? He was eight for nine because. Well, like, I thought it was six for eight or whatever. That well, whatever. But the, the point is, is that you can run all over the Packers. You didn't run all over the Chiefs like that. Okay. 
I mean, that's historic. No? What's historic? To run, to throw it eight, nine times, wherever it was. Yeah, I mean, well, no, there's no doubt about it. I don't think it's ever happened in, in an NFC or AFC championship game. But, but, I still think it, it I'm not saying it's going to happen again, throwing less than 10 times and you win. But I think if you want, if you're a 49ers, you want to run the ball and establish a run. You don't want your quarterback tossing around. He's not, he's not Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I, I, like, I agree with you. I'm just saying, but like to expect them only to run it that few times is pretty amazing. Yeah. The Chiefs defense ranked 26th in the National Football League against the run. Yeah, and how did how did, did fare against Derrick Henry? Well, I mean, that's just because it became lopsided in the second half. He had success in the first half. You recall, he had success in the he first didn't, half. He didn't run again. He didn't rush for 100 yards against them. No, because the game got out of hand. They had to pass to keep up. They couldn't run the ball anymore. Yeah, but they they still did a a much better job in the second half at stopping him. True. Uh, Again, and and it's also, you know, dealing with the details of the game. Look, Tennessee's success was based on the fact that, you you know, they were able to get up, get on, jump on a team uh, early, score touchdowns, and then run the ball at them, wear them down. Yeah, that, that, that was that was just the success. So in the first quarter, when you saw him go down and score that first touchdown, and then Kansas City later it answered, finished the first quarter ten seven. They're right in line, but then when the Chiefs scored fourteen points in the second half, I mean the second quarter, and then you know the the Titans didn't only score a touchdown. Now it became it's twenty going into halftime. It's twenty one to seventeen. They get the ball back. No one scores in the third quarter because it's back and forth, and then in the fourth quarter. You know, you have to pass because the Chiefs are scoring touchdowns. So you had to pass to get back in it. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. I mean, I I, I mean, here, here's – I'm going to go through a couple drives for you and disprove you a little bit. Okay. And first half, you're right. Second half, Derrick Henry on the first drive, four yards, Derrick Henry – no gain. Derrick Henry, one yard. Derrick Henry, second drive, did not even rush, well, to your point, didn't even rush the ball. And then Henry, wow, on the third drive, I want to prove your point, did not rush the ball. Because hand. because it's, it's it's logical that you can't run the ball if you're trying to catch up. No, I know, but, getting, but early on when it's still a one score game, he got his touches were limited. Well, of course now they they know what you're going to do because that first drive they ate up what I think it was like nine minutes on the clock or something like that or whatever the the first drive was in in, in the game they 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 saw the Chiefs saw what the formula they're going to keep the ball away from offense. Yeah. Okay. Well, there was a big drive second quarter, early, late in the second quarter, with two and a half minutes, actually four minutes to go in the second half, in the second quarter. Henry on first and down, one yard. Henry no gain, then resulted in a three and out. So that was a that was important. They were able to get the three and out that set up the touchdown drive for Kansas City to take the lead. 
what 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 had me if I was a Titan, what had me hurting, my feelings hurting, and all of a sudden I'm 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 beginning to a little push the panic button, is I think when the Chiefs went on the drive of ninety three yards. That that took everything that I had thought I had achieved with with the defense, and and I think Mahomes did it most with his legs. If I think that was if I'm remembering the drive right, but they went the length of the football field, and up until that point they had they had had some success, but they also been playing the field position game. They went the length of the football field, chewed up time, and scored a touchdown. I think it was on the legs of Mahomes that running that rushing. Right, he had more, more yards rushing than than the, the rest of the team did. That was demoralizing. Yeah, and that's when I, that's when you push the panic button right there. Yeah, but but I mean, ultimately, nineteen carries, sixty nine yards, three six average, the longest only thirteen. Well, look, I, look, I mean, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. So I'm saying that Kansas City carries. Yeah, Kansas City did their part and shutting him down. Nineteen carries should have produced more for 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 Derrick Henry, but also you know just you look at the fact that you know now all of a sudden most of the second half you're playing from behind. Yeah, but for most of the point, for most of the second half, it was only by one score. So you're not you're not panicking, throwing the ball. You're down less than one score. No, but you're still not getting anything going. First down production was low. I do remember right. that from the, TV, the Titans game. Right. And my get, point is that, that my point my my ultimate point is that Kansas City's defense against the run is better than Green Bay's defense against the run. Agreed. Therefore. You you better expect Jimmy G to throw it at least twenty times. Okay. You no no not if you not, not if I want the forty nine ers win. I don't think they're going to. I don't think they put it on the back of Jimmy G. He'll make some yeah, critical throws 20, to get for the first twenty. Yeah, I agree with you. Your premise that you can't win it with Jimmy G throwing a ball over the field, but that's Jimmy G throwing the ball forty times. Twenty times is nothing. Okay. Well, I mean, we're 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 actually kind of splitting hairs. If I say fifteen or less, and you say twenty or less, that's not it's not really far off. If you if you take in consideration no. how many plays an average offense gets during a game, which is yeah. around sixty five, that's not far off. Yeah, I know. I guess yeah. it just felt like such a low number. I hear you. Which is why I you know I get you. anyway. Uh, you like you like San Fran. Now, what about San Fran's defense? Let's tackle San Fran's defense for a second. Okay. And how they stop Kansas City. And we talk about stopping Mahomes. I think San Fran does a good job stopping the run game that the Chiefs have. Well, well, let's face it. The Chiefs don't really have a pronounced run game. I mean, they're basically taking advantage of matchups when they know teams think they're going to pass. And they try to run between the tackles. It's not they're not a they're not a run centered team. So I don't think you would be leading the, the category as far as rushes and yards. And no, stuff like that no, right. I'm with you. I'm just you know again, unless Kansas City go unless San Fran's playing seven in a box and you feel yeah. like you have numbers, yeah. Then you then you take what's what's given to you. In which case, Damian Williams is credible, and uh, I would also watch out a guy who didn't play the last two games. He was sick for the last one, but maybe still not have played. I expect to see a couple carries get mixed in a little bit with Sean McCoy. Now, if Shady plays, I think Shady can be a difference maker, especially in a running game, because that's something the 49ers haven't seen a crafty back. Even though he's not what he used to be, he still can be productive. Yes. And they like yes. to use him between the tackles. Now, if he plays, yes. he can be effective. However, yes. 
I, I still think the way this defense is built, the, 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 I think the sense of urgency they feel, honestly, um, they're not going to be in the backfield like they were with Minnesota because they knew Minnesota was going to try to go to Dalvin Cook. So they took that, that, that away. They also, you know, going up against Green Bay, knew what, what they were trying to get as well as their running right. game, and they took a lot of that away. They forced it. And, of course, outscoring and outshooting the Packers made Aaron Rodgers feel compelled that he had to try to keep into the game. So um, I don't think the 49ers have to expect a balanced attack even though the Chiefs throw the ball, you know, 70% of the time. I got you. Yeah, I I, I hear you. And I because, sit tight. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say the big part of that throwing game is their screen game. They are a very good screen team, so that's considered a pass, and that's where Shady McCoy really comes into play for me. Yeah, I agree. I I, I could see something different. I just see the Chiefs coming out different. But you know, Miko Hardman seeing some time that he normally wouldn't see with Tyreek Hill is in. I I think Andy Reid's going to be creative. I think Andy Reid, look, he knows. You know, he knows the deal. This is his chance. Everybody knows – he knows what everybody says about him. Big game, not a big game Andy, right? Yeah. This is his shot. True story. Right, let's uh, take quick T.O. and see what Ralphie has. What's trending, Ralphie? Well, hello, gentlemen. Ralphie! Who you like? Who you like in the game? I guess I, it would be the first time I'd say San Francisco since Super Bowl nineteen. Wow, I'm kind of in, I'm kind of San in the, I'm kind lover. of in the Lincoln uh, mode. Yeah, I'm not I'm not you know somebody that actually thinks that a Yankee fan would root for Boston over the Mets like you do, or a Mets fan would root for Philadelphia instead of the Yankees like you do. So you know, that's fine. Well, you're like then you are a proponent of fraudulence. <laughs> uh, actually, according to your theories, you're the fraud. What? Well, if you're born into the Bay Area and you're a Raiders fan, then you're more likely to be born to being rooting for San Francisco in this game than you would be Kansas City. No, it's your, it's your enemy, your mortal enemy, which is Kansas City. A, a- no, your mortal enemy is the is the pretentious cross town socias that looked down on me my whole life in that part of town. Oh, Lincoln, there's just no helping him. There's just no helping him. Go open up a bottle. <laughs> All I know is. Yeah, the Super Bowl will be on Fox on Sunday. It'll kick off just after 6 o'clock again, 49ers and the Chiefs. Friday night in the NBA, the Lakers paid tribute to Kobe Bryant before the game, and then they, well, they were playing to Portland, and that has not been a good thing in the last six seasons. The Trailblazers 17-4 and now over the last six years after they beat the Lakers 127-119, Damian Lillard, a huge performance for Portland. Toronto has won 10 straight games. They beat Detroit 105-92. James Harden, 35 points. Russell Westbrook, 32. Houston took care of the Mavericks, 128-121. Luka Doncic didn't play with a sprained ankle he suffered on Thursday. He's likely going to miss, well, he will miss, the next five games for Dallas with that sprained ankle. They had a Six games and eight-day stretch that they just kicked off on Friday night. 
Now, whether you rent or own, GEICO makes it easy to bundle home and auto insurance. Having a home is hard work, so get a quote at GEICO.com. That is easy. At the Australian Open, American Sophia Kennan, well, she won her first Grand Slam title, beating Garbina Muguruza for 6-6-2-6-2. As we send it back to Anthony Gargano and Lincoln Kennedy. Thank you, Ralphie. We appreciate it. We are the fellas coming live from the Geico. Fox Sports Radio Studios 15 Minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Go to Geico.com and get yourself a free rate quote. Never thought I'd see the day when a Raider would be rooting for a Niner. Let alone root for a Chief. Mr. Niner, Mr. Raider himself. Can't root for a Chief. All right. Well, we, we we argue and we differ over who's the worst enemy. Who is the worst enemy? I, for one, am rooting for the Chiefs and for those poor people oh. that have been, that have suffered for 50 years. Maybe because I have a soul, unlike Ralph. <laughs> How great is that? Yeah. We need to perform an exorcism on you to get that soul that you claim out of you. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) That's true. I get you. I get you. All right. uh, Let's go. And here we are. Let's talk a little bit uh, about some props. We've been going through them. Uh, Let's continue. Will... um, some of these are stupid, and you wonder who bets on all these props, right? But this is interesting. Give me the number of lead changes in the game. Over one and a half is the number. Oh, definitely over. Well, I agree. Will the largest lead be over 14 and a half points? No. Really? Okay, I'm going to say yes. Well, you also, I mean, again, it depends on what team you're going for. So the thing about these prop bets, and I've told people, I said, if you believe that the 49ers are going to win, you have to believe that it's going to be a low-scoring game. You can't honestly sit there and say that I think they can get into a shootout and keep up with Kansas City and go back to like what they did against New Orleans, 46, 43, whatever the heck it was. Can't do that. If you think the Chiefs are going to win, then you can see a blowout. You can imagine a blowout. And the game's so far out of reach that the Niners don't have a chance. So it just depends on who you're going for. When you, and that's the way I think yeah. about what these prop bets. How about this one? Either team to not punt. Yes is plus 600. Wow. I would put, I, even though I don't believe it, I put a hundred down just to, so I can get some money if it happens. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's totally, totally feasible. The length of the longest drive, eighty-nine and a half yards. Ooh, special teams, special teams, special teams. Both of them have decent special teams. Think of punting units. I'd go under. Just to be safe, since I had to put money on it. I'd go All ahead. right. I agree. But how about this one? The longest length of, of the drive in time, 
six minutes, 59 seconds or shorter. I go over on that one. Right? So would I. Seven minutes? Can the Niners get on Cork a seven-minute drive? I kind of think yes, right? Hell, the Chiefs did it. (laughs) So, yeah, I I can see it, yeah. Well, that seems pretty uh, not easy, but I'm shocked. All right. Yeah. Let me give you this one. Will the color of the liquid poured on the winning head coach be lime green, uh, red, clear, blue, orange, or purple? Green. Green. Lime green. Lime green. That's my favorite. That's plus 175. I could dig that. All right. Let me give you this one. MVP of the game. Mahomes plus 115. Garoppolo plus 225. Everybody else is monster numbers. Is it worth taking a flyer on a long shot? Mostert. Nine to one at plus nine hundred. Kittle, sixteen hundred to one at sixteen to one. Tyreek Hill plus twenty to one. Kelsey twenty to one. Nick Bosa twenty to one. Is it worth in your eyes a Niners victory and a Nick Bosa MVP? It'd be worth taking a crack. The, the problem ultimately becomes with the MVP, Super Bowl MVP, is that though I do I though I can imagine either one of these tight ends getting it, if either one of these tight ends have a big day, the quarterback's going to get the award. Huh. Does that make sense? Agreed. So you have to have a defensive standout. Now, do I think Bosa can get more than two sacks? Yes, but it's highly unlikely that he will because I think the wealth will be spread. It won't just be him who's in the backfield. I think the wealth will be spread. And even if that's the case, even if that happens, I still can't see them giving the MVP to a defensive lineman. That's not Reggie White. You know what I mean? That type of thing. Because, I mean, even mm-hmm. in, even when Reggie won with Green Bay, who they give? They gave it to Desmond Howard. It's an offensive it's an, it's an offensive award more times than not. Unless you get the ball like turnovers, like three turnovers or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So right. it's hard. It, but I would take a long shot. I would take a long shot at at one of the bigger ones, like a Bosa or a Kittle or a Kelsey, even though I don't think that they could get it. I would take a shot at it. Here's some good stuff for you. You ready? To rush for 150-plus yards and two touchdowns, Mostert at plus – Eight and a half to one. You take, I take it? it? Yeah. Here's another one. Hundred rushing yards, two plus touchdowns, mostert, five twenty five, five almost five and a half to one. And Damian Williams seven to one. Either one there? No. I go with the first one. All right. How about this one? Mahomes, 350-plus passing yards, three-plus touchdowns. 
already went with the uh, the old. I think you had two seventy nine earlier. Oh uh, yeah, you went under. Bets. Yeah, I went under. So I'd have to go under two ninety nine. So you, yeah, so you so you give him no chance for that, huh? Yeah. All right. Uh, who turns the ball over more, KC or San Fran? KC. Really? Yeah, wow. like I said, I'm thinking the 49ers are going to win. Damn. All right. How about this? That's that's nuts. All right, let's do the running backs real quick. All right. Damian Williams, 50 and a half yards. Yes, over. Garoppolo, over four and a half Garoppolo running? No, under. Mostert over 77 and a half. Over. Mahomes over 30 and a half. Over. Debo over 13 and a half. Wait, rushing? Yep. They run a lot of those jet sweeps. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go under. I don't think they show that in this game. All right. You got it. How about this one real quick? This is to score three-plus touchdowns. So if you can forecast somebody to score three-plus touchdowns, if Tyreek Hill does it, it's 18-1. to Wow. If... LaShawn McCoy does it, it's 150 to 1. Wow. <laughs> if Kelsey does it, it's 22 to 1. That's right in line with what I would expect. Yeah. Okay. 22 to 1? Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. For Kelsey? Yeah. Because if, he's not going to score all three. I mean, I mean, uh, three touchdowns. He's not going to score that much. Right. I could see that. If now it's done, it did happen to the Niners with Mostert, right? Yeah. Yeah, they did. All right. Interesting. And Coleman did it before that. Yep. Yep. All right. We'll come back and uh, give official plays for the game. We're the fellas. Big Lincoln Kennedy. I'm Anthony Gargano. Right here on Fox Sports Radio. Fellas. Lincoln Kennedy. I'm Anthony Gargano. We're the fellas. All right, Big Link. Couple things off of tomorrow. Are you? Uh-huh. Uh, will you watch the uh, the halftime show? Shakira, Shakira. No, I'm good. <laughs> no, no, I'm good. I'll figure out. Might have to make a food run or something else, or get yeah. a little drinky drink or something. A little drinky drink. A little drinky drink. Step outside, have a stick. You know. Yeah, I can see that. A little stick. It's action. not. It's not like I'm going to be missing any hits. No. I am a fan of the two, though. Well, no, the fan. Yeah, they, yeah. But... I mean. It doesn't get any better than those two. Right? Nah, I mean, hips don't lie. You know, <laughs> like those two to me, I'd say, that's a, like a parlay. I'd say, that might be what a, that might be a cause parlay. <laughs> like the ultimate cause parlay. Quite frankly. <laughs> like if I had to go historic, all time parlay, I'd go those two. That'd be your hit. That'd be your all-time parlay. That's an all-time Ooh, parlay that's, for that's me. That's a yeah. nice one. I'm mean, just like you know. And let's, get... let's be real though; they're not quite Judge Judy. Hey, you, <laughs> want, 
You're right, right. Because if I'm going to go parlay, you know, <laughs> you're going to go Judge Judy. I'm going to go Selma Hayek and Judge Judy. You know, that's what I'm saying. There's my parlay for you right there. That's a good parlay. Where do you go? Uh, where do you go, Rye? Your parlay, all time parlay. Oh, jeez. Um, uh, Gal Gadot and um, Nina Dobrev. He's very attractive. Yeah, it's very good. Interesting. How about you, Chris? It's the first time I'm speaking to you all show. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I almost feel honored. Just almost. Ultimate parlay, um, just the Howard Ratner bet from from Uncut Gems. You know, want want uh <laughs> Celtics Celtics points, Celtics to cover, Celtics the tip, Kevin Garnett first half rebounds, assist points. No, that that movie hasn't gotten a lot. You you should see that movie. It's a very good movie. I, I, I can't. I, yeah, I'm looking forward to. It, but you did you pay attention to yeah, the idea? I did. I did. I'm not. I'm, yeah. Well, who are your two girls? My two girls. That's a secret. All right. <laughs> He, he he didn't pay attention, Burst. No, I did pay attention. <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't. I don't think it was about a throwaway these things like line. you do. It was a throwaway line. Shakira and J-Lo. Hey, Link. No, are you gonna watch girl. the after? Are you going to watch the halftime show? Nah, I'm going to move the stick. Blah, blah, blah. All right. Hey, by the way, Shakira and, and J-Lo, I mean, that's an old-time parlay, right? I mean, how hard is that, Link? <laughs> right? Not- that's why I'm laughing. I mean, that's kind of like what you do, right? Like you're this is, doing. This is, this is how I. This is how I win. This is how. No, be I quiet. Oh, we're done. We're done. We're done. I gave you a shot. You're out. 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 Yeah, we're almost done too. Thirty out. seconds left. All right, <laughs> Lincoln, give me a score. My God, wasted our last segment. Forty Niners thirty, Chiefs twenty four. Thirty twenty four. I'm going to go chefs thirty seven. Niners, 27. Okay. I'm going to roll with it. Roll go with Andy, it. go Spags, go Chiefs. Go Niners. Butler bet. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Enjoy Shakira. the game. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.